how you doing? This is uh, actress uh, Tilda Swinton there. I'm uh, just uh, hanging out in my cabin in an undisclosed location somewhere in, outside of London, England there. I just wanted to reach out and give a bit of love and solidarity to my good friend Brian Musikoff. Brian, I congratulate you on ending this chapter of your life working with the gentleman from Live at the Barrage. Now, Brian, we all know that if it weren't for you, we would probably be, you know, listening to some poorly placed phone call from some guy that, you know, gave Gilby Clark a free drink at one point. And, you know, how, ma how many times can we have that interview there? Whereas with you, you know, you're going to get, you're, you know, you're going to guilt some guy from Lifetime, the band, not the, not the channel, to uh, do an interview for you because he probably dropped an amp on your head there. And I can understand that. I can understand, you know, wanting to move on from that. I mean, at some point... You know, the well runs dry there. It's like I said to Will Defoe when we were on the set of Grand Budapest Hotel. The wells run dry. Now that's a joke for you. Anyway, listen. I wish you luck in all your travels. May you follow your dreams and become, you know, a true star. Not, not as big of a star as me, Tilda Swinton co-star of the movie Snowpiercer, which is out now on New Line VHS cassettes everywhere. But I wish you luck in your journey. I think you're a tremendous talent, not as tremendous as me, the star <laughs> of uh, Only Lovers Left Alive, directed by Jim Jarmusch, also out on New Line VHS cassette. But I think you are an immense talent. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your endeavors. May the wind always be at your back, Dad. And take it ace. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to Live in Barrage. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Cone and Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite radio station? I have the garage. What kind of cycle logs into this shit? <laughs> Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my grade school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show for Christ's sake. I have a great story to 
Fury. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Hey, go fuck yourself, Dave. We got a replacement, Brian Musikoff, who's in now. He's replaced you. That's right. And you are gone. And now we're, we welcome our new uh, co-host, Brian. How's it going, Brian? Welcome to the show. What microphone are you on? For God's sakes, man. That one's not working for some reason. Nope. God damn it. Already? Turn off Try the that mic. One. Uh, hi, everyone's here except for Ryan and Tommy Rockstar. Uh, welcome this back. Uh, thank you. Welcome this back one? to Live from the Broadway. We have a big show for you today. Uh, big. 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 It's uh, huge. By the way, thank you, Tilda Swintron. <laughs> She's a real super fan. She's good. Oh, my God. She was incredible. She, uh, you know, it's funny that I always thought she was English. And she's kind of got a uh, Chicago, a bit of a Chicago accent there. <laughs> Wait, in real life, she's such a good actress. Big Bears fan too. <laughs> she loves the Bears. Big Bears supporter, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh my god, that's the best. Thank you. I, I have so many. By the way, Brian, I don't know yeah. if you know this. I've uh, secretly been I, I collecting uh, farewell messages for you. I have so many to play today. Oh my god, it's not even funny. I'm honored. But that, I played the best one first, so that's it. The, well, the rest of them kind of suck. Well, guess what? The Mets hit a home. <laughs> the Mets scored a run too. So. There, there you go. Yeah. For thank you, Tree Void, and his uh, tribute to Super Chunk in Brian's honor. Uh, yeah, I do love Super Trees Chunk. Thanks. Show preemptive yeah. strike can be heard before our show every week. Um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and I don't know, if you live in the mountains he, where he lives, look, look that up. And uh, so thank you, Tree, and thank you, Tilda. Yeah. If you're listening Thanks, live, Tilda. go outside Thanks. and look at the moon. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Tree. Pat wants you to go out look, and look at the moon. He said it's spectacular. I thought you could only see that moon from Queens. That's it. It's a Queen's moon tonight, and there's yeah, another they job. They can't see That's that. another shot, or look is that at, the replay? That's the replay. Damn it. No, it's not. That's another that's one. That's another one. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Jadrul. No, that's Jay Bruce, finally. Yeah. Wake up, you moron. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Jadrul. I can't figure out what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, the Mets are up 2 nothing. Thank you. Pat Walsh is here. We have uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick Walsh. We have Brian Musikoff and uh, Mario Asaro. Thank Am you. I for on? Uh, is this mic on? There you go. All, All right. right. Yeah, hello. Hey, Brian, yeah. you're going to make me cry tonight. How no, can you leave? Well, you know, let it, let it out, brother. You could cry. Don't force it. Don't fight it. Actually, I'm going to secretly drug you and keep you here. <laughs> Conan, a lot of times around here we could see the moon at 5 p.m. I forget what season yeah. that is. but uh, I'm yeah. going to throw Mario in a suitcase, bring him with me. <laughs> I've been to Seattle. For Conan those of you who don't know, and if you're just tuning in, or well, I haven't said it yet, so if you're just tuning in, <laughs> this will be the first time you heard it anyway. This, tonight is Brian Musikoff's last show. Brian's been on the show for about a year, I'd say, right, almost, Brian? Almost, yeah. I think I just almost about, made a year. Just about. You almost God, made a year. Almost well, now you don't get your vacation days, and I you get know. no pension, no severance. You're out. You're out. You were promoted to Dave's spot, and now you're leaving? Yeah. Well, the, the state was going to suck up my pension anyway. But. Uh, yeah. You were never in Dave's spot, but you know, no, don't no, kid no. yourself. Of course not. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, Brian, it's his last day. We're all sad, because after Brian leaves, I mean, besides, like, maybe, with maybe the exception of Ryan, we're all a bunch of fucking complete assholes, you know, <laughs> and horrible human beings. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We don't have any Emmys to our names, that's for sure. You know, we're not nice people. That's well, what I mean, well, we John, try, but I mean, we, it's hard. With Brian with, is a genuinely, you know, sweet guy. Thank you. With your blessing, yes, I would still like to book guests. Uh, duh. Yeah, all I right. Was, uh, and, I th okay, fine. And I would still like to do the graphics. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, let's see. Um, free work, and I don't have to do anything. And to Tommy says... I accept. Tommy says, <laughs> Tommy says it's okay, but he wants it to go through him first, so... No, yeah, okay. so you know. no, he didn't yeah, say that. Yes, did he did. Yeah. You're kidding me. <laughs> what? Executive yeah, yeah. producer, well, Tommy not, Rockstar. Not, not, not as like any type of like filter. It's just that send it to him and he'll get it posted. 
What? <laughs> so yeah. it's what I, whatever he could do. That. Take the what? work off what your hands. What is the difference? Captain, what is, just, what is, this way? This way. Why does stays, Tommy have to be involved to make it th- less funny? Because he's producer. This way. <laughs> oh my God! Executive. Did he really say that? Yeah. Executive but, producer. I'm, I'm making executive decisions. Send just, just post that shit. Don't even fucking worry. I book whoever you I want, see, I see and we'll interview point. them. No, I see his point. I this don't. Way, this way, it's someone who's a current cast member posting it. Whereas. I would like to do uh, no, it. No, but you this can post first, it. This is the first time in history anybody's ever said I see Tommy's point. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. But I want to uh, get... Both of you guys can post. Yeah. All right, let him post it first. Is right. that the idea? Yeah, What's that's, the yeah, difference? That's yeah. But also, I'd like to post it from the West Coast and get some West Coast right. action that's for right. the show, too. And by the way, you have the uh, your, your, your administration privileges on the Facebook will remain intact. You All can right, do whatever you, can you want. remove that, too. We're going to take you off. Yeah. We're going to... He's gone. we got to get rid of him. Now we got to excommunicate him. What's he going to do? He's going to go in there and mess things up. Post no. weird shit. <laughs> no. Picture of Cox. Yeah, you know, he's a real loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Barrage isn't using that, isn't Union Adam Kazara. There's a huge rat, Scabby the Rat's outside right now. That's right. Jody's out there inflating exactly. Scabby the Rat. I had, to, I had to build a plywood enclosure around the generator. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we'll be holding auditions for the next two years if you want to stop by and uh, try out. I don't think uh, we're going to audition anybody. How about Party Paul? I think we're f- no, I think we're fine the way it is. We should get a baby. <laughs> like usually ah, what they yeah. do. Like a baby who yeah. can't talk yet? Yeah, like when a sitcom starts fucking slipping a little bit, add a baby. <laughs> no, we already... <laughs> Brian was Cousin Oliver, wasn't he? Yeah. Or no, Tommy was Cousin Oliver. <laughs> Everyone's Cousin great. Oliver on this uh, fucking show. Yeah. What do you think of the new shellac release, baby? <laughs> Mr. King says he'd love to... <laughs> Who's doing that? Oh, wow. You don't like it? Amazing. I think uh, Mr. Mr. King, if you don't have to try out. If you lived in New York or if you were on the show, you're automatic. You're automatic in. You're just in. That's it. I mean, to have Mr. King would be, you know, the ultimate. Well, that'd be the best. I've heard him on uh, Chicago's number one podcast. Exactly. I didn't even realize that was an option. If that's an option, throw Brian out right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hit the brakes. I, I stand down. I, I stand down. From now on, put all the graphics and guests through Mr. King. <laughs> <laughs> I stand down. Executive producer, Mr. King. We should yes. give him a title over Tommy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just oh. to irritate Tommy. First, no, ex- everything, we'll all your stuff has to go through Mr. King. First executive producer. Actually, sir. we shouldn't do that to Mr. King. King, sir. Sorry, Tommy. Now you're vice executive producer. Mr. King, you're in. <laughs> no, I would, I would, that would be, forget it. If I could get Mr. King, this is my dream. Like, if I had to replace Brian, uh, my dream is like a Mr. King or Tree. Tree or, or how about, um, or uh, Elliot Turtron? Elliot Tertron, is he'd be good too. I think he's yeah. more of a host, though. I don't know if he can hang back. Okay, maybe he can. I don't know. I couldn't I, hang back. He's got a, the voice for radio. That's for sure. Yeah, a yep. golden voice. A golden voice. I don't know what's happening with that none of the above podcast. I think they they quit or they're on hiatus or something. Who knows? Maybe they all got sick of oh, sick yeah. of Rob they Montage. They think it's fun and games until they have to show up every week. Listen, nobody could. You know, they, it's hard. It's hard, and it's harder. <laughs> when, when you have to deal with the guy like Rob Montage, let's face it. <laughs> Speaking of which, here's Rob Montage. <laughs> Brian Musikoff. This is Rob from Wax Eater in Louisville, Kentucky. See, aren't you annoyed already? No, I love Rob. <laughs> Let me. Can I hear Rob, please? Brian Musikoff. This is Rob from Wax Eater in Louisville, Kentucky. Well, I didn't really get a chance to know you very well. I just listened to you on the radio and pretended we were friends. 
But the one time I did get to meet you, you introduced me to AP Mike from The Best Show. That's right. And then you bought me and Kyle and everyone else dinner right. at some weird Italian place in Hoboken like you were the goddamn mayor or something. It was, it was Irish. Pretty chill move, bro. It was Pretty Irish. Pretty chill. Enjoy the West Coast. <laughs> nice. There's Rob Montage. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. I'll see you in Louisville. Very excuse Irish Louisville. and Italian Louisville. cuisine. <laughs> he doesn't Louisville. know the difference between Irish and Italian food. Uh, well, he, he ordered Great Italian Great to get dish. us at that Italian restaurant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and pour it right over my spaghetti. <laughs> I think they, they did order Italian. Cause, hey, it's all, it's all broken. Right. You don't have to announce yeah, everywhere exactly. it walks in. We're during the middle of a show. People Excuse me. This is an Emmy Award winner. And uh, so... <laughs> And there goes Mario's mic, and hitting a record. I love when he shows up early, but I also hate it. You know, it's like nice to have him, but I've got a cleaver over here. He's uh, he's out of control. But hi, uh, Ryan, an Emmy Award winner is walking that's in right. right now. That's right. If you could believe that, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Ryan. Holy shit! And you're. The best part was you were on a plane with, uh, what's his name, Fisher Stevens, and I I looked it up immediately. He does not have an Emmy. He was nominated twice, but he never won. So He was nominated for, what was he nominated for? I don't know. What the fuck was that guy nominated for? Oh, he's already I saw another friend of mine who, uh, well, not a friend of mine, but my friend's brother, uh, also won an Emmy working for John Oliver. So this Mm, means that I am one degree of separation away from two Emmys. The writers were right in front of us. The the writing team that won was writing. Was he a writer? I guess. Yeah, they they all sat right in front of us. Oh, bitch! I need some Emmy music for Ryan's entrance alone. Uh, so. Lawrence of Arabia. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not on <laughs> My cold dead hands. <laughs> hey, Ryan. What is? Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy. What is Fang's first name? <laughs> it's Joanna. nice to be here at the home. Jo- Joanna. 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 Congratulations. Joanna Fang, Joanna, of course. Yeah. You, the former Mr. Fang, if you listen to yeah, the show, would yeah. know as Ryan's assistant. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what your name was. It, Joanna. And it is official. Joanna Fang is the first, first? transgender to win an Emmy. Wow. Oh, how cool is that? Joanna yeah. Fang, uh, formerly known Joanna. on this show as Mr. Fang, is the first transgender person to win an Emmy Award. There you go. There wow. you have yeah, it. Not only cool. winning an Emmy, making history. Yeah. Making Real cool. History. An enemy. Incredible. An enemy. I misspoke. Enemy. Enemy. And first Emmy. transgender since Candace Bergen. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> How's things at work? Is it, is it a weird situation or you guys are all cool, right? No, I'm still like, you know, giving them shit every day. Do yeah. you, you bust this, her balls? I, I usually <laughs> leave, I, I, I leave Fang alone for the most part. Yeah, well, why it's, would you? See, I told you yeah. we're all horrible people. Brian, how, say. How you win Emmys. You got to crack the whip. <laughs> I go, after, Emmy I go after the boss. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I go after. Put those shoes in your hand and do some foley. I'm very yeah. proud of you, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, good job, Ryan. Yeah. Good job. That's amazing. And during Ryan's thank you speech, he thanked live from the Virage. That's incredible. Did. Incredible. Is, it, is this on TV somewhere? No, it's on the internet. Well, it's on the internet. So yeah. uh, please send me the link. I asked for it. I want to see the, uh, They're going to show. They're going to cut up both because the, they had two ceremonies. on. It was on Saturday and Sunday. I was right. at the Sunday ceremony. They're going to have some sort of cut-up version of both shows on Saturday night on FXXXX. The Ocho. Channel 1533 on your Verizon box. It's going to be on ESPN 12 where they put the Islanders games. I think I could pick that up on my memory stick. I can get that. Look at this error. Right in between the Long Island Ducks and, oh, my God, Cespedes. Come on, man. That's just... That is completely inexcusable. Yeah, that's some other league shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Collins wants to rip his head off. Of course. Oh, so I am going to put another candle on that giant calzone, Ryan. One from Brian leaving and one from Ryan 
The Ryan of Who the of fuck amazement. is Brian Lehman? Brian of Lehman. Mario, just talk when you're asked to talk. What is he talking about? I refuse. About? No, I, I know. Who's, I have Brian, a Cleve- who's Brian Levy? I, I know Ryan what he's Brian is Levy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ryan, uh, Mario brought a calzone. And he's saying he's going to put an extra candle in the calzone. For Thanks you. for the translation. So Ryan, well, so the uh, get uh, out. Ryan, the uh, category is is what that you want for exactly this it specifically? Is sound editing and nonfiction. Get the fuck out. Sound editing and nonfiction. Yeah. Cartel land. So what does he have? Let Brian be Hold on a second. I think Ryan has something here. I didn't know this was going to happen. Inside a leather yeah. box. What do you got there? The he bought the actual Emmy fucking the Emmy. Oh, Holy, Holy shit! shit. It's, it's Marcellus Wallace's soul. What the fuck did you think I was? How much are you selling that on oh eBay for? My. Wow. <laughs> Can we take pictures of that? Yes, yes. There's an Emmy in the room. A fucking real Emmy. So, a daytime sh- Emmy. I am holding a daytime Emmy. It's not a daytime it's Emmy. Not, it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's an Emmy here. Here's the tickets. Oh, my God. Oh, he almost knocked everything over. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. There you go. Here's Ryan's tickets, tickets I'm looking at. There. Ticket. Wow, these are fancy. Wow. Oh my God! <laughs> of course, Mario has a point-and-shoot camera. Yeah, oh, he does. <laughs> Put it on my memory stick. There's a. We're you taking pictures. There's an actual the fucking Emmy Award in the in the barrage right now. This is incredible. Now, we've been on the news. We've been in the New York Times. Now we want a fucking Emmy. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, right. There's still only 20 people listening. What the fuck are we doing wrong? Ryan. God damn it. Put me, put me on, on in the morning. I'm fucking sick of this shit. Go ahead and pass it around. <laughs> I will. Congratu- I won't curse. I promise. Yeah, fuck don't. Len Berman. Put us on. These guys are idiots. Yeah. Ryan, before you go, yeah, I do want to get a picture of you and I and this Emmy. Okay. C- congratulations. Yeah, you no Why problem. Weird. And then, then send yes, seaworthy. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God, there's a, there's an Emmy Award here. Hey, hey, it's Mario. on the bar. Can I can I can I hold it? Of course. So, Why is my mic sound? It, really, everything sounds weird. Pissing me off. Hey Mario. I really didn't think I was gonna. Don't win. let Mario carry it over yeah. the drum. Some people just. <laughs> some people are superstitious. Some people are um, modest. Right. I'm none of those things. Of yeah. course, you know that already. Why not? I fucking brag when it's good <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you broke a wing <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Mario pretended to drop the Emmy you made it. Excellence in podcasting. But oh, I, like I really did not heavy think as hell. it is heavy. I did I did not think I was going to win. When they called out our names, that's the whole thing. I wasn't nervous at all the whole night because I thought I was all right, you know, oh, we're just yeah. here. They called out our names. I fucking freaked out. Yeah, you guys th- <laughs> thought that it was a uh, you were definitely you're gonna lose. Right, making a murder was up against. Nobody us. wants to take a picture with me with an Emmy, apparently. Oh. Right? What the fuck? But, but Ryan, here's what, here's what's going through my head. You, I know your wife, and I know how supportive she is. Yeah. But a career in the arts is difficult for any family, and it's hard to to get by or, or to not necessarily to justify what you do for a living, but it's very hard to. Oh, I'm lost for uh, the validity of it, maybe. I don't know what you're talking about. No, me neither. <laughs> I, I, I dropped out. Thank God so, he's leaving. <laughs> let me translate so, for you, Brian. So, there's so, a fact that you brought home an Emmy because you stuck at with you stuck at you, you stuck, stuck at, with you stuck at. Brian's not even drinking. He's you drinking stuck clubs. With, that's why I can't talk. Cause I'm not drinking. You stuck with what you do, and now you have an Emmy for it. There's instructions on the on well, the. I really don't know what else to do. That's the problem. I mean, I'd go be an accountant or is a fucking lawyer. No, 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 no. The whole thing is. I just is, don't know how to do anything else. That's why you do that. All, all I know how to do is win an Emmy. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> no, You're like, my job. Is some some poor guy on the streets. Like, all I know how to do is build tables, and I can't build tables anymore. All I know how to do is work in a tech 
textile mill, and then you show up, you're like, all I know how to do is win an Emmy Award, and that's all oh, I know. Oh, come on. I've been doing this for 20 years. Jesus. It's the first time. Foley, yeah, but, damn it. But you know what I mean? Foley. You didn't need validation from, from family, but but now it's definitely there. Like, it's it's. Le- it's right. always been legitimized, but now you are an Emmy Award. Now thank it's you. like, oh, this is what Ryan thank does. You, thank you, everybody. This is incredible. Really, there, I, I, I read it from the bottom of my heart. I don't know. I really okay. appreciate does it. the salary go up now? I didn't. Uh, <clears throat> no, because my boss won also, so it kind of counterbalances. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, um, There's instructions on the bottom of this thing, by the way. Dry clean yeah, only? I'm not, dry clean apparently, <laughs> I don't own that, according to what it says on the Fuck, bottom. It's still the property. It's yes. like the Stanley Cup. You have to give it back. It's like a cable box. But I've seen those. <laughs> I've seen Emmys sell at auctions before. Oh, shit, I have to get back yeah. my cable. Box. You go for like two grand. You're putting it on eBay. Nice no, right don't there. sell it yet. No, Ron. come on. What do you think? I'm a slut. That's get amazing, man. Listen, so, I have a question. You left here last week, and you said this might be a bit of a dark horse, Miss Fang. The whole thing. Do you think it came into no, play? No, come no, no. You'll be honest. They, they, they. I talked about that with Fang yesterday, and. Uh, He's, we, I mean, who really knows at the end of the day? It's no. something I'm sure not. I'd say I, if I were to really bet all my money, I'd say that's not the case at all. No. And we both How said, would they even know? And we both said we really hope that's not the Did reason Did they why. know? Did they know pre Well, he, sort of, because I, I don't think the decision people had no, any clue right, about right. it, but... Um, but he did call up ahead of time and s- to let him know, I'm not John anymore now. I'm Joanna. Right, right. So uh, Don't you think the decision think might like have been a, made at that point? Yeah, I don't think a spinning red light went on and, you know, all hands on deck. we got to change, make sure he wins. Gender sure alert, gender alert. You know, so I, I don't think that's, I'm sure that's not the Well, congratulations why. either way because so, you had, you told you. us you thought you really had a snowball's chance and I really like it. Right. That, uh, you, the, that's, the, and uh, and, I, was, and I was us. honest. I was honest about that. We huh? were, what were we doing? Playing cards, right, John? No. When the news oh, came in. Oh, you and you guys were, yeah. And the news came in. We, right. we hit the floor. We was we were shocked. Right. Yeah, it was a big celebration in here. Awesome. It was, uh, Fudd woke up, I think. It was, oh, he was here, too? <laughs> I saw Josh was here also. No, he wasn't. The pizza man was here. Fudd said he was going to show up and never showed of up. Of course. And then he ignored my text. A weirdo. So oh, they bring yeah. us up on, so they call us up, right? They bring us up on stage. I made sure everybody knew beforehand, I'm not giving the, the thank yous. I'm not, I'm not doing the speech. Right. That I think just, I fixed the problem. Yes. But you I had just, something prepared. But you the grounding was. issue, Pat. Oh, no. Still there. <laughs> but yeah. Right. You had something prepared just so, in case, though, right? Just in case. I was yeah, just going to rattle off some names. That's about it. Basically what I said behind stage. So backstage. So um, so th- they lead us. Of course, we all turn to go the wrong way off stage, and then the pretty lady points us to go this <laughs> way. So. Thank you, pretty lady. So we oh, go backstage. Man. Mary Lou Henner's back there ready to come out and... <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's the first What's to she congratulate. doing there? Was she, she was the first to congratulate me. Was she doing and any more mental gymnastics? Any of her, her tricks? Oh, yeah. She knows. Uh, <laughs> the second person who's met she's her and, and and she's still not on the show. What the hell's going on here? So um, <clears throat> so we go back there and the director had just won before us, right. Matthew Heineman. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we hung out with him and then they brought us over, took some pictures. They have the Emmy backboard thing and then uh, and then they give us a chance to each give our own uh, thank you and uh, speech, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So then they take us to another room. We have to sign paper. We get the trophy. Then they take us uh, to a room, and it's a bar. And they're like, this is the winner's circle. Would you guys like to have a drink? Yeah, and, uh, baby. Uh, and, but then people were ahead of us, or my boss was ahead of us. And, you know, I was like, I got to keep up with them. They were being, because the rest of them were being led downstairs. So then they... Everybody you pass, everybody you pass is like congratulations, congratulations, you know. And it was uh, it was pretty cool. 
We go downstairs, there's Seth Green. He had just won a couple before us, too. <laughs> Me and him fucking have a big... <laughs> just, we do a big, why not? We do a big Louis the Pink crush, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, with, our, with our Emmys. We, we toasted with our Emmys. Okay. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> what did he win for, like Robot Chicken? Or yes. Yeah. Right. yeah, he did. He won for the uh, DVD extras of Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> right. It's like best short form animation. Right? Best so, narration of a teen movie so, uh, from 20 years ago. And David Wayne had one also. Uh, that guy's always else. winning for shit. Yeah, but he looked, he still looked like he was pissed. Oh, right. yeah, something's yeah, wrong with that. He's, 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 he's a cranky a, fuck. He's got a flat face. He's that's angry. <laughs> so so ah. then they bring us, then this is the best part. They bring us to um, the me, the media. They're all sitting at desks right. in front of a big um, white background, says Emmys all over it, with uh, with all these microphones on stage. They're like, okay, this is the winners of best sound editing in uh, nonfiction. Does anybody have any questions? And like everybody's just sitting there with their like hands in their their chins in their hands and tapping the desk and nobody's <laughs> just staring at us. Nobody even asks. Like, okay, thank you, and we just walk off at that point. <laughs> Go back to our seats. Any questions? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about dropping my pants, but I ended up not doing that. Here's a story for you. Stern rules, probably. Now they fly you out there, there's, or your company does. My company paid for. They did. They paid for everybody for, to fly out. Not, not every dish the airline tickets. No, so. uh, they pay for the tuxedos and stuff like that. Well, no, I, I paid for. I, I spent money on this, so <laughs> whatever. Who cares? You uh, had a tux. You had a tux. For I, I went. I know. I had to rent that. Oh. Have you I checked the resale tux- value of Emmys on eBay? Yes, he said two grand. I saw them going in auction a couple of years ago for two thousand. That's from, not bad. From, you need it a was roof. Emmys from the nineteen eighties, the early eighties. But are these? Uh, so. key but they characters? were, and they were for you know nonsense categories, just like mine. So um, <laughs> oh, you know, you need, it wasn't you need like Robert Guillaume's wedding for a wedding <laughs> special occasion <laughs> night on the town. <laughs> Look no further <laughs> and just go tux yourself. Did they give you a swag bag? No, I didn't get any of that. What good the shit. hell? That's what I was really looking forward when to. I was hell? really disappointed about that. But the party was good. No, I think it's your headphones. It was my head copy my headphones, yeah. yeah. Let me yeah, check my jack, anything. yeah. I, I <clears throat> Let me try something here. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it was, ah, it was the I headphone pop. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, there was some weirdness going on. You guys aren't hearing the weirdness, right? I no. Hope. Okay, good. Every, week, every Friday I'm hearing the weirdness. The weirdness is a uh, not a good uh, Stooges record. So, so I, I'm told. I drank tequila with uh, the director Matt Heineman. I, he, um, in principle, agreed to come on the show. And uh, uh, what is, what has he produced? He's the uh, director and Emmy winner of, of Cartel Land. Cartel Land, nice Oscar nominated for the same movie. Right. And <laughs> he's a good guy. He's he promised he'll come on the show. Very good. And uh, Jack McBrayer didn't know what I was talking about when I asked him to come on. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very nice, very nice guy. I got a picture with him. Yeah. And uh, that's about it, you know? That's, that's the dude from 30 Rock, the right. uh, secretary, or the receptionist dude or yeah, whatever. The, the page, page, the page, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> triumph, the, the triumph, triumph, triumph sidekick, yeah. Jack McPrayer. Uh, that triumph thing when they go to that oh. Chicago hot dog thing with him is great. Oh, that's the best. So, that's, you know, it was fun. It's, it, there was, I mean, so there was some hard, hardcore celebrities there. I don't know how you could, uh, how else to put it. Like Alan right. Page, stuff like that. But then you see people like the guy from... Mythbusters. <laughs> Neil, that guy's my Neil hero. Tyson DeGrasse is there. Uh, yeah, you right. know, uh, he's, Neil, he's Neil, a hero for, yeah, for sure. RuPaul is there. He's there critiquing the at the astronomical backdrop. I'm telling you something right now. That guy is there for the free booze. That guy is a fucking pounder. Who? I can see it in his eyes. DeGrasse. 
De- DeGrasse Tyson? Yeah. That guy fucking does a bottle of wine yeah. a night. You yeah, know he definitely else? drank a bottle of wine right. before he, he sent knows, James Cameron he, this that is, letter. I know how he thinks. He goes, I know the science behind it, right. so it's not hurting me. He's a fucking pounder, dude. That guy is a heavy hitter. You know who else He's is a pounder? a heavy pounder? hitter. You know what other pounder was there that night? Anthony Bourdain. Oh. That guy yeah, could put him go. away. Oh, yeah? He likes to put him From down. From what I <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Great. Good night. Good stuff, Good night. Ryan. Good, Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> nice job, Ryan, on winning yeah. an Emmy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, story was a little lackluster, but hey, you can't have everything. We all held a fucking <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. He brought a fucking Emmy in. There's an Emmy here. That's it's right. fucking here right now. <laughs> my God. Next week, I'm bringing my Art Educator of the Year award. It's like That's the it. Stanley Cup. You bring it around. Can we, like, piss on it or something? Or <laughs> throw it in a pool? Drink it. <laughs> Are you leaving us now that you're famous? No, we're going to pour a drink well? into oh, the no. Emmy, and there's just nowhere to, for it to, like, collect. Mm-hmm. Just to pour it all over. Lackluster. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so then we went backstage, and we couldn't have a drink, and then we kept walking. It was great. <laughs> there was no bar? <laughs> that ain't right. Uh, Bartolo Colon striking out. Shrek- terrible. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, congratulations. Thank you for bringing an Emmy here. This is, That's this is nuts, man. So did you get Can't to go believe. on stage and make a sort of and a, good job. a speech? You. you went on stage, though, right? Because you cut right to no, we they, went back. they film you on the side, kind of. Or something. No, we were on stage. So you were on yeah. stage. You got it? Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. Does anybody speak? This picture's on uh, Facebook.com. Yeah, I saw you that. I want to see that. I could see that on the internet. Can I get that on my memory stick? Go to www. <laughs> Facebook.com. Right. You can see him there. Yeah, go on the net. Yeah. You don't have to put an HTTP. No, I want to see the actual video. The video. I want to see. Oh yeah, I'll send it to you, Mario. It's on Facebook. I'll find. I am on Facebook.com. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, put it on. Just go to, on Ryan's page or Joanna Fang's page. You'll see it. Just scroll for so a little bit. Just put a little work in, for By God's sake. I did not. Post, I work hard. I did not post one picture, nor did I make any mention myself. I just oh, really? didn't want to do that. Yeah, that I, was very magnanimous of you. Magnanimous. Well, you felt like you were bragging. Well, but yeah, not only that. You after, won an Emmy. You're allowed to brag. After a few Absolutely days, though, it, it was still like it was it was still popping up. So many people hot. were other people were it. posting on your behalf. You know, yeah. right, right. you're an Emmy winner. You don't do that. You're right. an assistant now. <laughs> he doesn't even run his own Twitter. He's got some. I started feeling doing. bad for making people type. I went to high school with deal with this for like three days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, I get it. You fucking won. Is Joanna Fang going to be your publicist? Eric is my publicist. Uh, yeah. You have a publicist? Eric. Erica. Yeah. Erica. Is oh. the sex better after you win an Emmy? Oh, man. I Come on. Go home and ask Emmy your wife. Emmy love. Did you have sex with the I Emmy I have not bed? won an Emmy. Neither has she, so we would not know. You haven't even Have you ever won a teacher's award? You have. You've come won, here with your I've award. I've won the Art Educator of the Year I think we're all state. award winners in this room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does it always have to be a me, me, me? I got a special award. It's, it's the ETOG show here, whatever you call it. Thank you. Uh, well, good story, Ryan. Thank you for the Emmy, and thank you for, thank you think you for think winning. Thank you for making us proud. We all—it's an amazing thing that happened. Thank you, gonna thank be, you uh, for uh, everything you guys. It do. couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, you're going to be part of the well, uh, well the montage deserved. during well the, the main show. When yeah, I, are they going to put I you die? up there? Yeah, on, I, in the, during the main show. When I die, they're going to put me on in memoriam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be part of the slow music thing. And it's funny, you know. It's like at the. At the at the Emmys that I went to, uh, it, when they do in memoriam, it's like it's like Frank O'Donnell Craft Services. <laughs> yeah. no, that, those, those are called those are called the yummy the yummies. Those are the yummies. They always words. leave somebody out and people freak. The right, yummies, of course. of course. They left out Michael. Stein. Let's not forget the people we lost this year. Uh, actor Eric, Eric Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> Mr. Furley. Furley. 
Alf. <laughs> the guy who was inside Alf. Jim J. Bullock. Carrot Top. Oh. Oh. Carrot Top, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> Carrot Top alone. Carrot Top's put upon enough. Speaking of sad goodbye songs, here's one for you. Say goodbye to what we Can you guess who this is doing this for you, Brian? Yeah, that's Fez. The good times <laughs> that made us laugh. He is brown. Oh, no, that's Murphy. Bad. I thought we'd get <laughs> This is excellent. To see forever, but forever's gone away. By the way, there's a shrine I built to Brian it's here. So We're having a funeral. We need to get this on to Facebook. To say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> it's excellent. Thank you. Right, Thank very you. Good. That, Thank that you, wasn't man. for real. Oh, God. Oh, so <laughs> This goes on for another fucking two minutes. Yeah, and I want to hear all two minutes. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Now, this show tonight, John. Yeah, now, John all right. No, no, John, that, that's not that's not Fez. It's not Fez for real. No. Is it Randall Murphy? Only two brown people listen to this show. <laughs> Is it Randall? Oh, it's Chicago. I'm talking Chicago, not color. You know, is the, it Murphy? This poor guy. Who the fuck's Murphy? Randall Murphy? No. If we get, if we get to see tomorrow. You know, this guy, you, he works so hard, and you can't even, you don't even know who it is. You're going to make him cry. Exactly. He got served with an eviction notice because it's of this. So it's so hard excellent. to say goodbye to yesterday. Oh. <laughs> I know it's I, I know it's Chris Kasuga. I'm just kidding. You're touching a nerve, Chris. Touching a nerve. So Touch this. <laughs> to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. That's all I can Thank say. God that's over. Thanks, Chris. And oh, shit. Take with me the memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick ass, kick ass. After the rain. <laughs> Man's a professional musician. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing his mom downstairs it's making so dinner throughout all this. To, <laughs> to say goodbye. <laughs> To yesterday. Yesterday. That, that was our duet. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Chris. Very nice. Sex with police teeth or something. He had to like throw one last like twist at me. <laughs> he said, "Go have sex with police teeth or something." Right now, who the, the band from Seattle? Uh, yeah, because they're from Seattle. I got that, and they're super cool guys too. <laughs> yeah, I know you got it, but I have an audience to uh, I'm responsible for as well. <laughs> yeah, we can't all know everything. <laughs> well, Brian. it's been a year. You figured you'd get it by now, but you just Chris Kasuga. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon.
He's uh, there's close Kazuga. to you, right? Yeah, you guys could transverse to each other. Yeah, well, he's in uh, transverse in to each other. We're, no, we're far away, but we're closer than we are here. It's like, hey, I live in California. I live in California too. Come visit me. It's like, all right, I'll get it's on a, a fucking plane. plane. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, you're in New York. I'm in Buffalo. Let's Ryan, go. I was, <laughs> right, right, right. I was studying your Emmy. It doesn't have your name on it. <laughs> Not yet. It will? Yeah, they gotta send a plaque. Oh, Do they send it to you later and then that? like yeah. there's like a little like, self stick? <laughs> yeah, it's like an adhesive thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna put it on upside down, probably. Stupid. So you could put anybody's name on there. Put William Defoe on it. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> John Voigt. <laughs> the feed What like, else we got for says, Brian? The feed says skipping. Our feed? Oh no. I've had it. Stand by. Hold on. What? What's happening? I got no it's just saying. <laughs> Have sex with police teeth on repeat. <laughs> right. Says the chat yeah. box. Oh, really? Is that yeah. what it is? Right, I think we're back. I think okay. we're back. All right, we're back. <laughs> uh, refresh, please. Yeah, everybody. Did that, not that you could hear me say right. that. We'll write it in the chat. Thank you. Okay. I did. I wrote it in the chat. It says on air. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. All right, so we're back. Thank you, Christopher Kazugas, for that incredible Thanks. rendition of Boys to Men. Who in the chat box didn't know what song that was? Somebody's like, what song is that? Hmm. Like, what, what the fucking rock did you crawl out of? Conan to go. I don't know <laughs> if that's the real Conan or not, no. or is this some troll? No, Conan, Conan no. wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't slander his What own. should we do? See, I didn't know what to do with the show. Like, I have so many of these. Do I? Do we do music off for the first hour? Do we do it for the last hour? Do we do it just pepper it throughout the entire show? I need an executive producer of it's, some kind to sit behind the bar and point at me yeah, and not call. make any sense. <laughs> I, I would like to hear. So I would I like to hear one more. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how to get coffee in the morning with nobody pointing at me. You want to hear another song? Yeah. Oh man. All right. So you heard you of the, you heard of the Doors, right? Yeah. Well, me and Mario are the Boars, and he came okay. over last night. All right. And he's got comedy ideas, this guy, all right? So, uh, and I, I indulged him. Is he here? No. Oh, he left? Oh, I can't play it with that. All right, we'll go get to it. What else you got? <laughs> what else do I got? All right, here we go. Here's, here's uh, Brett, your friend Brad Weissenberger. Ah, yeah. VR. Hey, Brian, it's Brad VR. Weissenberger. Hey. Just wanted to say thank you for all you've done for this great show. Thank you for all you've done for me and my family as well. Oh, okay. You're welcome. And come on, you <laughs> This is some kind of football reference, yeah, right? Is. I mean, soccer. No, it is. And this this is the, the wrong song that he's playing. <laughs> Come on, you irons. Oh, no, it's the right song. Pretty bubbles in the air. They fly so high. They reach the sky, and just like my dreams, they fade and die. How do you know the words to this? Fortune's always hiding. Is this uh, Manchester United? I looked everywhere. I'm forever blowing bubbles. Oh, I know that line. Bubbles. That's what, that's what Michael Jackson used to do. In the air. Hi. Thanks, Brad.
There he goes. That's Brad Weissberger. I, I thought for a minute he was going to play the rival team songs. Soccer. <laughs> what team is that? That was uh, West Ham United. West Ham. So you hate Manchester United, right? No. No. Oh, you hate uh, the real Madrid or something. No, no. That's oh. a different league. <laughs> so, <laughs> hate Chelsea. <laughs> we How hate about Chelsea. the fake Madrid? Are they Chelsea. any good? The fake Madrid. I know you hate, you hate <laughs> Chelsea. The Fugazi different, different league. The real Ghostbusters. Hate Man yeah. City. But, uh, Brad, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's Brad uh, doing a little personal touch yeah, there. Very nice. He was completely serious. It freaked me out. <laughs> what else do we got here? Hey there, Brian. Ooh. This is Liz Bustamante. Oh, hey, Bustamante. Hey, Liz. I just to wish you well Thank on you. this big change that's coming up in your life. Yeah. Uh, moving from one coast to the other. She sounds that's sexy. Good. She's, she is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who knew that was coming? Not, uh, not I. Uh, you're pretty good at keeping stuff under your hat. I had to. Um, <clears throat> She's on 10. I think I met you. I think it was 1994. <laughs> Yes, and you were the was. guy that I bought coffee from when I worked at Pure Platters. Yes. Um, Bettina had told me that if I brought Bill Ryan coffee in the morning, that he would be less angry when you showed up late. Oh, he was so. So I'd always go and then hang out with you, talking about music a little longer, just be <laughs> a little later, and uh, then grab coffee to go. Yeah. So Bill would uh, grunt at me uh, less angrily than he would normally grunt at me so that was always fun um it took a little while before we we did so much talking about music but it took a while before you told me that you were even a drummer i had no idea neither did i and neither did i <laughs> the same thing happened about 10 years later when i was at a comic book convention and you ended up uh you were tabling right. there Right. Uh, some comic book convention on Houston. She's and not I had lying. no idea you were an illustrator. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so lo and behold, totally surprising when all of a sudden, ten years after that, you're showing up on a podcast, hosting um, one of the co-hosts of Live from the Barrage. <laughs> There's no escape, Liz. So you've constantly surprised me. Um, and it's been great to hear you. And oh, <clears throat> even though we haven't wow. stayed in touch the entire time it's great to peek into your life and kind of get reacquainted here and there thanks you'll always be um, a part of over it. all these years so i hope it continues and i hope to hear all about what's going on with you and what you're up to on the west coast cool i'm sure it's going to be good okay so take care and bon voyage. So nice. You know, so many so of these nice. messages Thanks, are Liz. just like really sincere. Yeah. I thought that like <clears throat> people would be joking around a lot more, but uh, apparently everyone loves you. I know. Well, you guys only met three times. It's, it's it good to be. Like. No, 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 no. <laughs> Liz has known me since my early days in Hoboken, so she knows what a huge move this is. For right. Me. I'm really tearing out my roots and relocating. Yeah, man. How are you feeling yeah. right now? Are you feeling... Uh, are you feeling okay emotionally and everything? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult thing. I've Man, I was here. hoping you'd cry. No, I, I did that all last week. Yeah, have, a have a couple drinks. Have a couple drinks. radio gold. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. listening to these. I'm like, he's going to be crying. No, it's great. I'm not, I'm not great for my show. And first of all, I'm not ashamed to cry. I'll cry. I cried in front of my fucking boss well, when I quit. Start crying then or something. <laughs> crying's, the fuck? crying's not radio gold when Fez calls. Yeah, it's right, not right. crying in podcasts. Right, and John, you deserve more than crocodile tears. I'm not going to give you fake I'm not going to give you a fake cry. I don't want any shtick, even though I invited Mario early. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Let, not even paying attention here. All right, here's so, here's tree. Wait, wait, what, go hang, ahead, hang go on ahead. one second. Yes, I used it's to your give, day. <laughs> I used to give Lee, uh, Liz free coffee. She didn't mention that. So, 
Sure you did. Ho- hopefully in exchange for some record discounts. Yeah, I never, you were trying I to got. get in. Trying to, you were trying, yeah, to, get trying, in, to, get trying to date the Bustamantes. Could you blame me? She's no. Cute. She's a wonderful person. She is. That too. That first. She's all, that she's first. all of that. That's she's, how you get yeah. them. You apply them with the caffeine. <laughs> huh? Tree, tree, tree Voigt, what you got? Oh, here's Tree. Hi, Brian. This is Tree Voigt. And I know we don't know each other well, but uh, one thing you probably didn't know about me is that I love Jews. I knew he was going to. And also, <laughs> I say the opposite of how I really feel when I'm drunk. <laughs> Last week, uh, of course, <laughs> Tree uh, calling Brian a derogatory <laughs> term. I, I believe the term was Jew MRFer, I think. He, but he, here's how I took it. <laughs> It's like if he if he wanted to just hi- hypothetically, hi- hi- I can't even talk straight. He sent me a picture of an empty bottle of Buffalo Trace in his recycling can and him giving it the finger. Oh, like I can't believe what I did. Well, here's how I took that. It was kind of like if he wanted to talk to Mario, he'd be like, "Where's that? You know that guinea fuck?" I like that he's using Brian leaving the show as his opportunity to do penance. Yeah, here he goes. He, there's more. There's more. Make uh, my dad's best friend when I was a kid was Jewish. And <laughs> I took part in. Uh, Passover. That's and, a lie. Uh, There's no oh, Jews in color. Ruben's delicious and bagels too. And uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you're gonna have a great time out in Seattle, I'm sure. I don't know what part of New Jersey that is, but uh, I'm yeah. sure you'll take your bright, bubbly, generous, very generous uh, <laughs> self. And, uh, you're gonna have a great time out there. Uh, good luck and Godspeed. Oh, very funny. There's Tree. Thanks, very Tree. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was good. that was really good. He, he wants to make sure that you know that he knows that you're very generous. Very generous. <laughs> His apology has put him in more hot water. <laughs> yeah, I've been excused on this show of oh, overgiving boy. to smash the you stereotype. You are generous. That's true. I noticed that. All right. Who I be? And I love Told that. Chris in the I chat box. Told Chris in the chat box saying, "I was in a community theater production of Fiddler on the Roof, so I know a lot about Jews." <laughs> <laughs> well, they took one look at his six foot four ass. And you're no, you're no Jew. Get out of here. Fiddler on the his head is on the roof already. <laughs> his head already, is through the roof. He doesn't have to get up on the roof. He's already fiddling up there. Tradition. <laughs> That's the only uh, thing I know about. Who is this giant? That's the only thing I know about Fiddler is that one. The tradition. And is there actually a man on a roof? Chris has a. Uh, a if a, a I was st- a young man, an upright bass that he's fiddling on on that roof. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes, we know the play. Yes. Hey, Brian, it's Angus Young from ACDC. Good day. Um, I just want to wish you a happy birthday. And uh, we'll see you on the tour. Rock or bust. Mate, there's Angus Young from ACDC. Thanks, he's Angus. Good. He's, he's, a good. Wee, he's a wee man. Inspiring yeah. words. Tommy Rockstar. Do you have a song for you? How do I? Oh, wait. <laughs> got rid of that one. <laughs> Here's a, this is really like kind of... I'll just play it. <laughs> Oh man, what can I say about Brian Musikoff that hasn't already been said? The best dude in the world and quite possibly the very glue that holds the entire Northeast scene together. From the Jersey Shore to Bostron, the dude is literally everywhere, all the time, doing ridiculously awesome shit, kicking all kinds of ass at music, art, and internet radios. His commitment, energy, and positivity are unparalleled, and Seattle's about to get a shitload more awesome as a result. Brian, this may seem weird coming from an internet stranger who's only hung out with you a few times, hashtag IRL, but I love you, bro, and you will be missed. 
It was a distinct honor and a pleasure to share the communal table with you at Stunodfest 2016, and I look forward to doing it again next time in your honor whenever you visit back east. XOXO. Wow. I'm always Nate Donlins. Yeah, Nate! <laughs> it's Nate Donlins. Excellent. Nothing I'm, but accolades. It's just like everyone, everyone's so sincere. All right, I'm out of here. Incredible. This is a fucking love fest. Let me tell you the truth, Brian. <laughs> Nate and I hit it up. I went to go visit Nate in the studio. That's how me and Nate. Nate's a great, uh, yeah. great guy. You are well, well respected, my friend. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate that. And I'll Nate's see you. another one I'll of those guys soon. who doesn't have like a mean bone in his body. He doesn't have it in him. Yeah. Like he tries online, like to you know bust Woody's balls up, but every time he just just reads nice for some Nate reason. Nate is nice. My friend died. He doesn't even know him. People that do know him didn't even respond. But he's like, really sorry to hear it, dude. Oh man. Uh, so thank you, Nate. I yeah. know when Nate wakes up every morning because uh, he likes every single thing ever. Like that's posted, so like there'll be I'll have forty notifications, and it's just all him down the line. See him I'm like, oh, up. Nate's taking a shit. You Little know, he's blue like, bird comes to his window. His, Hi, bird. His morning constitutional. <laughs> John, would you, John, would you yes. ever do the like challenge? It's not a real thing, I, but basically for twenty four hours, everything that anybody you know on Facebook posts, you have to like. I do that anyway, probably. Or you, no, <laughs> you, <don't. laughs> you come close, but. Uh, Oh yeah, so it changes the whole algorithm of the feed, then, right? Like you start getting weird shit. <laughs> I don't know. Up. I, I suppose that might happen. No, I think there was an experiment. Some dude did it, and uh, it changed like his entire Facebook experience or something. I don't know. Any, anytime I look at Hulan's Facebook feed, I th just think of his phone getting really hot. <laughs> like every time he opens Facebook, the phone just goes into overload. I turned those notifications off like four a little, years ago. A little beach ball <laughs> right. up in the top left corner, spinning constantly. There's, a, there's an old man in front of a machine, and he has I will to push three levers yeah. forward. You know, I have a team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one one of those uh, old uh, old timey uh, piano things, the, the player piano with look, the push button. Don't look behind lines. the curtain. <laughs> you see the water at the dam start. Auga, auga. <laughs> Everything I do is analog on Facebook, but I don't use the computer. That's right. I taught him. I use tape. <laughs> I'm never pigeon. I'm never on Facebook on the computer, the laptop or the desktop ever, ever. I don't do anything on the computer anymore. I do everything on my phone. Well, I find it way insane. more user friendly. I like a big laptop on my lap. I can't even type anymore. Is on the it chapel. a laptop or a laptop? What? what? Is it a laptop <laughs> or a laptop? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! A laptop? Mario, 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 is this your like last I'm episode? I'm in the lab too? and I'm on yeah, my. This lab. is Mario's last episode oh, Mario, too. Mario, we're right. gonna miss you. <laughs> Goodbye, Mario. Man, Mario thanks on, for being on the show, man. I, I've always called it a laptop. Mario. Goodbye, Mario. You're a you, teacher. You don't know it's a laptop. It goes in your lap. You've showed up every week. Every time I put it on my lap, it burns my. You know what? <laughs> I might not be able to make any Mario babies. Lab top. How, how does that make any sense? How's that logic? Because you use it in the lab. Holy crap. <laughs> Damn it. I'm o I'm only on the lab. You're doing a disservice to every kid who goes to that school. Brian is eating you the know ceremonial nothing. calzone. Brian, we didn't even light the candles. You know nothing that's happened in the past 20 years. I don't think there was going to be a lab. I, I had Sorry. parents over last night for the Meet the Parents Night. And you know what I told them? <laughs> what? Hey, soon I'll retire. And some young guy who knows technology will be here. What'd you tell I him? I said, soon I'll retire. Some young guy who knows technology will be here. I said, you see this? This is a pencil. This is paper. This is where I come from. I'd rather take a horse to school. I showed him my cell phone. 
You don't I, even want to drive. You want to rather ride a horse. Because they, they, <laughs> they pressure you to put everything on your iPad instantly. Like, this thing should be surgically attached to you. Well, yeah, I have kids I in school, and they have this pupil path, which it. is uh, the the teachers email you everything. And no, then, sir, he doesn't do I it. don't use it. Don't, don't they try to force you to use it? They then? do, and I write everybody an email. I said, look, I know how to use the email. I'll email you that I'm not doing it. And Dear President okay. Taft, your son has a B- minus in art. <laughs> He's got Stop. a couple of golden goose eggs. <laughs> I'm very upset that the Board of Education will not budget for horse posts. <laughs> I will have to call Pete. If you keep up this behavior, I will call PPS I on like you. that Mario's Facebook reaction is always like two and a half days after oh, you Oh, he goes something. on your thing and likes every and, and comments on everything. And right. all my shit flies straight to the top. And then every, everybody <laughs> yeah. thinks I'm fucking all over. Well, and I'm like, no, I posted that a month ago. When you see me come in, and that means I'm in my lab I know. on my laptop. We all know when you're in. You know when you're all know when you're hanging out in the garage, just sitting on that couch. Well, just last week I tethered my horse to a spigot. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. There he was no out. water. Exactly, the causing me to changed. lose both the horse and water pressure. <laughs> I ate my soup titterwardly. Mother has fallen ill. More or less, stop. stop. Right. I don't think kids can fathom a world where there was seven channels. I fear it's an empty steak. Dear Se- President Taft, stop. <laughs> no, stop. I tell the kids when they come new, I'm telling them about the old days, seven channels. Right. You had a couple of Spanish channels. You had to get up to you, change the channel. You picks, had no picks, video picks, games. Picks, picks, and picks, the, picks, you played with sticks. And you picks, used, stop, picks, stop, picks, stop. And you had Who's your the lo- secret character of the day? Who's the secret character of the day? Right. It's Dr. Snuggles. Do you, right, in front of the animal world. This, this, this telegram's know? costing me a fortune. <laughs> Do you guys know anyone who's actually gotten on picks? I, I don't. You want passes to United States of America. <laughs> the lady at the telegram station is not very pleased. Stop. Picks. Stop. Stop. Picks. 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 Stop. Stop. Picks. Picks. Holy shit. <laughs> I told him about magnet fishing. None of them knew what it was. I'm like, you couldn't go out, so you put a magnet on a string, and you lowered it down to the street, and you saw what came up. Why couldn't you go out? Because of the dust storm? Wow, it was like enclosed area. It's a twister. Bushwick was not a very friendly place. second Wizard of Oz It was reference. the winter of 1922. Bushwick was not a very friendly place. We in lost the children to the cold. Right? It wasn't a very f- friendly place, you know, in 1995. For sixty-five thousand, for sixty-five thousand, you could buy a block. Right, which Tommy Rockstar has done, I believe. The cold took her daughter as it has <laughs> yeah. so many. As, as it did many of us la- last year. So how was the calzone, right? She right. fell in the cold. cold as did many of us. And my other, <laughs> my other and my son. My daughter, Gregorio. <laughs> Alexandria. Alexandria, that's right. I love his, his uh, uh, Eastern European names. It's the, it just makes, it's just the perfect joke of all time. You could just see his eyes clicking around his head trying to figure out what to say. Next, <laughs> he's got it though. He's got them all in the palm of his hand. Well, half of us anyway. The rest of the people are like, "What the fuck's happening?" Conan, Conan had to try. He had to try and blow it up too. Because the light was on. Thank you, thank you, Norm. Uh, what else should we do? We should take a break. Because in five minutes, uh, uh, who's calling in, Brian? We have Rick from Poster Children. How do you how do you pronounce his last name? I was hoping you would do that for me. I don't really know. I believe I it's Va- Valentin. Damn it, Valentin. Well, if your Jose Valentin, Valentin was on the Mets, so yeah. we're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> how do we not know right, that? Right. Wow, funny little Valentin. Let's take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll have Rick Valentin. We'll have Rick from Poster Children. <laughs> Poster Children, seminal, 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 uh, uh, fucking rock band from uh, Chicago's. Right. 
in that, the '90s. Everyone looked up to. Influenced a million bands, and uh, he's an interesting guy. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. We call him Ricky. Why? Because yeah, you keep trying to talk over me. Because you guys are all fucked up. Because I'm I'm saying <laughs> something, oh, no. talking to the audience, and you talk over me. I have to turn your mic off. I, I I'll just go now. Okay. No, really, I forgot your card. See you. I forgot Ryan Brian's card at home, and I got pretty messed up here just listening to you guys disparage me. You showed up last night at dinner time. I did. I got a free dinner. I gave you dinner. I'm like, all of a sudden I hear, Captain! I'm sitting on the porch. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, that very well, we, John. We, we were supposed to record something for Brian. And I go, oh, man, I completely yeah, forgot about this. that's going to be at the end. I gave you dinner. Save that for he later. Forgets his, to... He forgets his phone. He has to come back. It's a whole thing. You no, know, here's no, we the thing. Fun. Here's the thing. I told you Friday, and I know you were with the... You were pretty drunk. Yeah. And I excuse you for forgetting it, but then I saw you on Sunday, and I told you again. Actually, I, and I, I took I, notes. I, I will apologize to you because I did see your previous text message after the fact, and you said you were coming over, so I didn't see that part. Right. right. Yeah. So, but whatever. That was fun, and thanks for dinner. I like. Yeah. Scored. Yeah. No problem. You scored. What, what did hey, you make? Do you eat yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, what, what my wife had to eat over the sink. She did like a oh, peasant. No. She was howled over the sink like oh, a peasant. Poor, poor She's boy. getting that Irish hump. For, watch out! It's like that scene from Christmas Story where Mom hasn't had a hot meal in That's ten good. years. We had some mashed potatoes, some string beans, no corn. And, where, where's the protein? And we had some chicken and there some cornbread. Right, we, we got four minutes. Rick's calling in nine. Brian? Well, yeah. All right, take a break. All right, I'm going to go get your break. card. I have a card for you. I left it at home. Uh, we'll but, do uh, more music off stuff after the interview. Yeah, but Mario, please cool. save your dinner story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear about more of what you eat. It was fine. That's then I, then after you left, I felt bad. I'm like, man, I, I kind of feel bad that I gave you a little bit of an attitude. Of course, when someone shows up to your house and you have food on the table, you should always offer them dinner, which I did, but I kind of like it was a little bit dickish to you, and I apologize for that. No, you were fine. You were fine. Thank you. Thank oh, you we'll John. be back after this. Let's eat some calzone.
<laughs> uh, perfect timing. How's it going, Rick? Good. Can you hear me? How are you? I'm, I'm yeah, good. I can hear you. Am I'm, I coming through okay? You're coming through perfect. Yeah. Great. Yeah, perfect. Thank you, man. Are you on a landline? No, I'm on like a uh, I'm on a computer oh. with oh. like a like a uh, uh, salesman headphone thing. Oh, <laughs> you sound a male <laughs> like a telemarketer's headset. Or telemarketer. Yeah, that's the word. That's what I was. You gonna for. try to sell me Direct TV? Like AT and T called <laughs> me today. AT and T, like my phone <laughs> provider, and she, and I'm like, oh, AT and T's calling. I better pick this up. Like, what? I don't know what's happening. And she, right away, she, I go, I swear to God, I go. Uh, she goes, how are you? I said, I, I, I'm good. How are you? And she goes, that's, yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, I, you, you're eligible for this discount for DirecTV. I'm like, man, this is, this is fucked up. So, yeah, thank you for joining us, Rick. I appreciate it. And <laughs> yes, no problem. Uh, Poster Children are, are on tour right now. Is that a fact? We're, no, we're leaving. Uh, we're, uh, we're playing a show next Friday, and then we're going out east uh, the week after that. Oh, okay. Uh, and when are you playing Chicago? Uh, the audience wants to know. For some reason, uh, everyone who listens is from Chicago. <laughs> We're not playing Chicago until, like, November, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And uh, John Hasty of Nonagon wants to know if he can open for you. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, so cool. The tour is happening, and, uh, you know, you hear that? Sorry, I'm having a trouble here. Can you hear me all right? I'm sorry. This is a real professional yeah, I can hear operation. You fine. How, yeah. do you, how do you know Brian Musikoff and uh, what, what did he uh, do to, to force you to be on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Brian, you know Ellen, yeah, right? Yes, yes. I know Ellen Stewart, who is the old Poster Children's booking agent. She, yeah, she was our booking agent for like, uh, ooh, wow, a long time. Like from, yeah, before... Yeah, when we were well before we were on Twin Tone until huh. she stopped booking bands. Right. What was that? It was called Go Ahead. Okay, I remember. It was called Go Ahead Booking, and she was based out that's, of Hoboken, which is where I'm from. That's right. Then, she yeah. actually started in uh, Minneapolis right. too, right, and then right, she right, moved right, to right. Hoboken. So she was right. she was our booking agent when she lived that. in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. That's how long ago mm -hmm. it was. For the audience, Twin Tone is the label that I had the uh, first couple or you know early replacements records. Right? E or middle, yeah, yeah, mid, yeah. middle replacement track. It's so, solo I, I think they did all of them, or all the early ones, right? I all think right. the first isn't the first replacement record on Twin Tail. That's like one of the first they did, I think. Isn't really? And then when, yeah, uh, and then so all of them are on there until they moved to Sire, I guess, in like uh, Don't Tell a Soul or something, like, or the one before that. I, no, Don't Tell a Soul, maybe. Uh, no, Tim. Tim's on. Tim is on. Tim's Sire. on a major label. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Warner Brothers, Sire, same shit. There, there you go. Uh, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that uh, Tim Kaine, the vice presidential candidate, uh, apparently said on a radio show a couple of years ago that uh, Tim was his favorite. Uh, Let it be was his favorite album, mm. which is interesting. And then uh, the, remember Bob Muir we had on on the show, Pat. He wrote the replacements book. I do, of course. He said that uh, his quote was, uh, uh, "You know, a guy who knows the words to Gary's Got a Boner is a heartbeat away from the president." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that is a pretty, pretty uh, edgy, edgy choice yeah. <laughs> for a politician. Yeah. I, I, I want to vote for a guy who knows the words to Gary's got a boner. Right. I don't know about like we're of that age where it's 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 almost classic. You know, where, where yeah, he, he grew up with it anyway, so it's not like it's not like it's super cool. It's like most cool people do know the replacements. I don't know what happened to the last twenty years. I feel yeah. like uh, you know, and Justice for All came out yesterday. I'm, I'm right. like freaking right. out. Uh, Rick, how old of a guy are you, and uh, how how fast is time going for you? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's well, it's it's going by pretty quick. Yeah, I'm 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 going to be fifty in a week or two. Oh, right, congrats. And you're married with kids for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been well. Rose and I have been together since uh, 1986, but we've wow. only been married 20 years, right. and our kids are like under. Like we've got a 12 year old and a, a seven year old. Mm. For listeners who don't know, wow, Rick, you can hang out with us, right? Rick and Rose from the Poster Children are married. <laughs> right, Mario. When did you have a kid? Yeah, how old I were you? I have a 12 year old and a six year old, and I'm 54. And you're 54. So and, I, you and I hang out with you guys because you all have kids. <laughs> right yeah, exactly. Now. That's how I get in with yeah, the barrage. Because all the every, yeah, everybody at the like playground or at the school is like. They they don't uh, they're they're young the parents they don't get they oh, don't yeah. get it yeah <laughs> they don't listen to the replacements right you sad. know let it's it be or is not their favorite record it's sad when you become the granddad like you're at the schoolyard it's like who's that your grandfather yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. it's funny you know my kids are old now I'm uh, my kid well old I mean I have one kid is a sophomore in high school. And the other kid's about to go into high school. I'm 41, so I, you know. And then, but when I was 26 and I had kids, according, you know, uh, you know, looking at your parents and everything and how young they had kids. Everybody had kids when they were 18 and like went to World War II or whatever the hell they were doing. I don't know. And it was 26 seemed old to me then, and now it's like everyone just has kids li much later. So. In New York, yeah, I feel like I, I I got away with one. I'm done, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> I'm done. Kids, kids like 15. I'm like, I'm done. I had no mercy for my young friends who had kids when we were younger. Uh, and I laughed at them. But now they're all laughing at me because they're just doing whatever the fuck they want now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so do you. Rick, yeah, I know. Yeah, to be like free and clear by the time you're 50 would be really nice. Right. Rick, thanks for joining us on uh, uh, Family Talk. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. No, not at all. It's all my fault. This show is going to go, you know, it goes wherever it wants. And uh, I, I, make, I make no apologies. Screw it. Uh, Rick, um, you still live in the Chicago area? I live in uh, Bloomington, Illinois, ah. which is like an hour and a half from Chicago. Right. Yeah, we're familiar. That's where the it, band Wax Eater is from. Go ahead. Sorry. Are they from Bloomington, Illinois, or Indiana? Oh, Bloomington, Indiana. I'm sorry. Indiana. So I, I, right. There's two Bloomingtrons. <laughs> is that like a suburb? It's not a suburb. It's it's the headquarters of uh, State Farm and right. uh, <laughs> Illinois State University. And you have a backyard and all that stuff? Go Fighting Illini. It's a college time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Fighting Illini are in Champaign, and we moved to Bloomington, so we're now in the, like, second second tier college town right. of Illinois. And Champaign is where the band started, right? That's right, yeah. And uh, what year did the band start, Poster Children? Poster Children, uh, 1987. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. I was 12. <laughs> now, you started in 1987. You're a couple years, uh, you know, playing this kind of music. You're a couple years before kind of everybody else you know i don't know what that means but you know you're you're influencing bands like hum and these other bands and everything and who are your contemporaries in 1987 1989 who are the bands that are like in that scene with you is there anyone you mean like who who did we kind of sort of tour with or play with or yeah. hang out with or like listen to uh both <laughs> well, I do. I swear. I swear. Yeah, yeah. You guys laugh. I. I no, no. You guys laugh. I have both those questions written down. I swear to God. You said like five things. I can barely read them, but they're there. No, yeah, you sound like you are prepared. 
you know, that doesn't always happen. Conan Neutron no, sent me a bunch of notes. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. You've done Conan's show before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to Conan, well, yeah, mine's been like a year or two. See, the time going fast thing, I have no idea. I talked to him sometime in the past five years. Right. It was probably a year or two ago. So when you're touring, um, who are you playing with and touring with? Oh, yeah, no, but the, but that's how, I mean, like, yeah, when you talk about, like, the replacements and, and, and bands like that, you know, the, those were definitely the bands that we were listening to. And Soul Asylum 2, you know, which was on Twin Tone, and yeah. I awesome. I initially really hated because they uh, they were late. What what show was it? It was like Husker Du and uh, and uh, Soul Asylum in Chicago, and Soul Asylum were late, so Husker Du played first, and so uh, Husker Du was my favorite uh, band. Uh, right. And then these guys, these jokers from Minneapolis, show up, you know, an hour late and play after Husker Du, and I hated them That's because the- you know. I, I believe in punctuality yeah. in rock and roll. And that's still a move to this day. Like, sometimes these bands will do that on purpose, almost, you feel like. If you're like, this touring band will come in and be like, oh, can you switch? That we're running now. We're in traffic. And uh, sometimes you feel like that's an that's a intentional move. Right. Well, Rick, you guys are going on first at St. Vitus in Brooklyn. Right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. But the, so the thing is, is that, yeah, I, I kind of thought I would, had already been playing a band, and I thought, oh, man, that's a real dick move that these guys did. And then the next time I saw Soul Asylum, they, they completely, you know, blew me away. It's like right. it, was, it, was, it was Dana. And now I know, you know, people think of Soul Asylum as like, uh, exactly. what was that song called? Yeah, well, the, the run, Runaway song. Train. Runaway Train. But then they, they they don't know like the horse they rode in on and those albums are really good those you know those records. Yeah, I don't like that record either. <laughs> <laughs> What's the record wait, wait, that? wait, no, the good guys don't. Oh, what the hell's good guys nice don't? Nice guys don't get nice paid. Guys yeah, don't get exactly. paid. It's a great it, song. It was it was a great sounding record. Hmm. I'll have to pull it out. You know, I bought it. I remember getting that record and being really disappointed because I was I loved uh, while you were out and right. hang time like hang time. Hang time is a great record. That was just like the perfect. Right, full asylum record for me, yeah. well, and so I'll, I'll after you. that, it was hard for them to top that. I'll spare you the time. Don't go back. <laughs> What's the one? When- <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I disagree. Why should I do I that now? It it ruined my memory. Uh, that I, I think the record's a creep. As soon as Winona Ryder shows up, the albums go straight down the tube. <laughs> well, yeah, Grave. So, who was the first one? Grave Dancers. No, that's all. That's no. That's that's. Li- oh, that's no. What was the first? The first crappy one. Oh, the first crappy one. Well, yeah. according to. Uh, uh, According to Rick, it's horse. <laughs> horse, horse they wrote it. What, was, what was the major label one that came out right after that, which is just everything? Grave Dancers called, Union. That's a, okay. That's a crappy one. Right. Well, there's a, no, you, you know, it's it, it's hard to write lyrics when you nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. He ran out of rhymes, yo. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I'm not here to bag on Solo Sound. They used yeah. to be good. And uh, when you when you say <laughs> Who's Could Do was your favorite band in 1987, like at what point, um, like at what uh, era is Who's Could Do up to? Are the, 87 is still kind of early. Oh. That's Actually, yeah, crystal. by '87, I I I was upset with them also. So right, yeah, like, I, was, I felt like a really uh, really uh, judgy kind of guy. That you know, the, that's uh, I think '87 was by the time of Warehouse. So I, what yeah. I think, yeah. So I I had seen them. I you know, New Day Rising tour. I think I saw them on that tour first, and then yeah, all the records through that, and then the Warehouse tour was awful. They were pretty much broken kind of, up by that point. Tour. Yeah, and, and you know, you read the book about it and uh, all the stories about it, and you realize, oh, wow, there was a lot more going on than just them not 
right. getting along, right? right? You know, or, you know, oh, we're, we're fighting about music. It was like, oh, there's a lot more going on. But for me, as a fan, I was just like, ugh, I don't like these, this record. Yeah. And then they played a, where, the warehouse show I saw them play. They played three sides of the record and, you know, took a break between each side and oh, drank, drank some water. And it was like, that's, yeah. you know, that's not how you play a show. Mm-hmm. And then they did play a tour after that where they were amazing. And I think they were imploding. And it was, it was astounding. The last show I ever saw them play was, was amazing because they, I think they called it, I think they even called it the Apology Tour because the tour <laughs> before that was so bad. But it was, it was as intense as the early stuff. But obviously, like like on the edge of exploding, like, right. like literally almost like literally exploding. Oh, like God. somebody, I remember threw a bottle and then Bob mold, uh, smashed it on the drum riser and then was like threatening the audience with, with a, a broken bottle saying, you'll, you only get two eyes or something. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> wow. Was great night. Yeah, when the band's got a shiv on stage, things are a little tense. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, because I kind of missed like the hardcore. Cra- I mean, I'd been in, you know, I'd, I'd been to punk rock shows and like slam, you know, stuff like that, but like not like totally over the top, like hardcore kind of thing where you feel like maybe somebody's going to die kind of thing. And that yep. that was like one of the few times when I felt like it wasn't just sort of like loud and fast and intense. It was like it it kind of felt like like the bands could kill each other and they could come jump out and kill the audience it was just it was really cool and really intense well, that's the kind of thing where all these kids just show up no matter who's playing and then it's, you got a bunch of different uh you know groups of kids from different places and then who knows it's you know the, all the energy is there and the, the band is on stage and everyone's excited and they're about to explode and then they they want to be a part of it so they start you, you might die no matter who's playing no matter who's caduce playing <laughs> no matter who's playing, well, yeah. Who's and so, like that, that would happen. Like the there was a there was a Fugazi show in Champagne where the the skinheads from uh, Springfield, Illinois, showed up, yeah. and that was totally. It, it was again. It was kind of the same thing. Where it was like, but it was like you know a bunch of like mellow indie rocker post mm-hmm. post hardcore people, and then all of a sudden these weird, probably you know fascist Nazi mm-hmm. kind of kids show up and are really really upset that Sucks. it's not minor threat yeah <laughs> right you yeah know? You know, and, and, the... and it was like whoa it's this total different yeah. vibe than, than my loud kind of fast vibe right, right. It, 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 yeah. that's got a way on uh ian like it's like way to totally misunderstand a yeah. guy yeah. completely <laughs> you know and just yeah. and, uh, he should have worn a wig or something oh my goodness <laughs> rick that same exact thing happened to their stop here in Trenton, well, where I lived, about down by Trent, Trenton, New Jersey, at the City Gardens. Did you guys ever play City Gardens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we played with Jawbox. Ah, there. cool. Okay, I was probably living up uh, by Manhattan by that time, but yeah, the, the same shit happened where Fugazi played and all these fascists came out just to fuck with people, and it sucked. Yeah, I played a bunch of punk rock shows where just skinheads would just show up and start trouble, and they usually got their ass kicked because they're usually outnumbered. And I remember there was a, yeah. a punk rock band with a black drummer. They would give him grief, and, <laughs> grief, and this this black drummer kicked the shit out of like three of them at the same time. It was great, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was like you you get a glimpse of maybe how yeah how it was a few years earlier when when it seemed like oh, maybe not maybe it was always like that. And we just always thought that you know you always hear stories as if you know there were a lot of crazy punks like that. And it was like oh no, actually it was just. 
three or four jerks and everybody else was right. just trying to deal with them. Yeah, but this, they would go th- they would go there knowing that and know they would go home getting beat up and be like have like, "Oh man, that was a great battle. You know, we're in battle. It was a great war story or some bullshit like that, you know, all beat up and they high-five each other and suck each other's dicks or whatever the hell happens after that." <laughs> yeah, and that that never made sense to me because it's kind of like the 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 weird frat boy thing, you know, cuz I've lived in college towns for so long and it's like there, there's, you know, like uh for a while in Champagne, like Saturday night at this club, they, these guys called it fight night. You know, it's like dance dance night, but you go out there and you get, you know, sort of wasted and you you pick fights. You know, and it's yep. it's like no, no it's like these these are like like jock guys doing that, and then you've got these these guys who are supposed to be the exact opposite. You know, punk rockers doing the exact same thing. It, it never made sense to me. The anti-establishment guys are busy being making their own establishment, and they're dancing around with like boots and trying to like you know oh the, the kicks get a little higher, the elbows get a little longer, you know, and the next thing you know, they uh, they get what they want. So yeah, it's terrible. Somebody just posted. I, I don't know if it was like within this circle of people. Somebody posted a, a a video or a picture of a guy in like a mosh pit, like an older guy in a mosh pit with. Uh, with his phone on, videotaping it. That's, that's where we're at now, right? We're like See you in the old pit, dude. Yeah, in the pit with their cell phone, cat, you know, live streaming it. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get in the middle of this. It'll be like a news report. Fifty-seven-year-old yeah, exactly. guy. In the middle of a, 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 a mosh pit with a yeah. phone, it's great. When we, when we start getting headlines like that, like you know, you get headlines like you know about like an eighty-year-old getting mugged. Now it'll be like a fifty-seven-year-old getting tuned up in a mosh pit. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, uh, talking about the old albums, uh, like when you when you said uh, a warehouse like bothered you, did you when you go back and listen to it now? Does like that? Does the youth? Does the initial memory of the record stick with you and you will always hate it or can you go back and listen to stuff like that now with a different kind of uh, angle different o- open mind well I, I don't usually go back and listen to the records I don't like right. I, I go back and listen to the ones that I did yeah so I mean yeah it, so some of the things I don't know the one thing that is just always makes me realize like I get really crazy about like recording and production and everything like that but I realize like some of my favorite records of all time sound like crap, right. you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like those Husker Du records oh, that- changed my life. And you listen to them and you go, what is going on? Yeah. And, and, and it was not even that they got better. They actually, you know, I think they progressively got weirder and worse sounding in a way in, in the process of trying to sound better. Do you think they're doing they it on, actually, on, on purpose? Yeah. I think it was just, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Uh, Some probably of those, I think people arguing about what what should sound right. Oh, I can't hear the drums. Make them more clicky so they come through, and everything like that. And then and then it might just be you know like eighties production trying to be applied on like hardcore production. And then you all of a sudden it it kind of goes off the rails. But regardless, even even the stuff that you know isn't. It sounds bad in a bad way as opposed to bad in a good way. It's it's like I, I realize now that um, sometimes getting caught up in <laughs> I, I, it's it's impossible not to, but getting caught up in engineering and everything like that. But a lot of you, sometimes you got to realize that that the energy and the the music. <laughs> I, I sound like well, a, right. a the fact tap. That, the you fact, know, it's the, the energy fact, and the music. The fact, dude, the, it's the energy and the music. It doesn't matter, <laughs> man. 
but the, how the, you record it. The fact that yeah, the fact that those records, like you know, I mean, like still hold up to this day. You can listen to them regard regardless of the production. It just speaks to how good the material was. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think yeah, you know, yeah. like when you say something's supposed to sound bad, like Land Speed Records, not supposed to sound good. Like if you had good production on that, that doesn't make any sense, kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. And and on top of it, if if they had had a a week or a month to make those records, it wouldn't make sense either. It wouldn't. They yeah. they Just maybe would have sounded better, but they wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have fit into the whole idea of that. That that was the other thing that would blow me away. Is like you'd look at. Uh, um, oh, uh, I, I forget. See, this is the old guy stuff going on. Zen Arcade, right? And it's like, oh, we did this in eighty-eight hours straight, you know, over a weekend or whatever, you know, however many. You know, it's like they made a, a double record, mixed, recorded, and everything in in you know three days, four days straight yeah. in a studio. And it's like that's part of it. It's it's not it's not. Uh, even about the sound, it's about the fact that, you know, they, they did some kind of, you know, heroic, well, probably a lot of speed, but, you know, it was like a heroic effort to, to get this amount of music out to people, you know, on, on no, with no money, you know, right. that was part of it. And is part of it, uh, you know, the old Albini kind of, a uh, kind of, a ethos of, uh, capturing the band at that moment in time, and not you know, you just have the songs and you go and you, and and it's a it's a splice of what you are at that exact moment. Do you subscribe to that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, in certain situations, you know, it's it's kind of like I I I like both uh, approaches, and so yeah, I think that grew. I mean, the reason why we recorded with Steve and before that with Ian Burgess was because yeah, they they could set you up in a in a a professional sort of high-end studio on the weekend when it when it was cheap, yeah. And they could you could play live if you knew your songs and play live. They'd set you up as a live band and record you, mix everything in in a weekend or one day, and you would have something that um, sounded pretty great um, for very little time and money, right? And then the the aesthetic part of it that. What, what was great about what Steve and well Ian too did was that, is that they just kept improving kind of their sonic quality and capturing that live energy and live recording rather than trying to recreate it through overdubbing and, and long-term stuff. But I also, you know, I love that kind of screwing around and, you know, adding a bunch of guitars onto something and trying stuff out kind of experimental stuff or whatever you want to call it production yeah, you know whatever you want to call it right. i like that too if i don't have to pay for it right yeah, you know exactly. if I can do it at home, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with hanging around the studio, studio. <laughs> if you could have, hang around the studio and somebody else is paying for it and noodle around all day that's great you know but uh, you know usually uh you know if you're paying for it then you get you have everything ready and go in and get mm -hmm. out but i never i never got yeah. to work with steve but uh or i never got to work with ian rather but steve is definitely the most uh, expeditious producer <laughs> or sorry recording, recording engineer, engineer that i've ever worked with <laughs> you know i mean like everything yeah, just gets done quick and... uh, went in and recorded a bit with him in july and it was it was a little weird because it had been 20 at least 20 years since we recorded with him, but, yeah. um, and kind of having that perspective, it, it was a lot like when we recorded with him 25 years ago, but it was also, you know, I'm, 
an older person. I've gone through all sorts of recording situations and just kind of realizing that a lot of what he does is, is about reducing choice, you know? And so that's, that's the kind of thing. And it gets worse and worse with digital stuff is that you just, you just have so many options right. and so many choices. Like I can lay down 10 guitars. I can do this. What if this sounds, Oh, I can fix it. I can do all that. And everything he does is to kind of eliminate that process, which is great because really <laughs> it, we can, everybody in a lot of ways has gone off the deep end the other way where it's just like, Oh, I, I can, I can fix everything. I can do this. I can try this. I, I have it in the a million wrap. options. That's, if I could just interject what with what I, with what I record, sorry to this Ryan, uh, we always try and get everything right on, on the uh, on the other side of the mic first. We don't ever want we want to try and mess with it as little as possible when we record. Ryan works on movies, sound right. for movies. It's it's different, but kind of the same. We, yeah, we want to get it right yeah. in the mic. You, you want to exactly right, and there's yeah. something to be said for that. If you have ever, if you ever have everything prepared and you go in and right. you knock it out and you don't have that many options, it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper for you too. You know, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, so it's financial, <laughs> but it also makes sense. Yeah, just from from a, a creative standpoint. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're like, oh, man, this this didn't come out right at all. I wish I had another uh, week to work on it or something. But, <laughs> and then sometimes, yeah. you know, those Husker Du albums, some of them you, you listen to them and uh, and you go, man, did these guys even listen to it back and go, yeah, that, that sounds good. I think they sound great if, you're, <laughs> if, if, if the head on your cassette player in your car is really dirty. <laughs> yeah. They sound really good. Like, did they, did, they, or did they just leave after they played? or did they, did they sit down and go, okay, yeah, print that? Were they even there at the same time? <laughs> Ron, who's could do talk here like on Live there was an option, though. It's like, it, it's, so it's kind of happening again now that people are buying vinyl again. It's like how freaking expensive that whole process used to be and still kind of is but but you know going into a studio paying for the studio having someone actually record you like the way you wanted to sound because everybody who's working a studio at that time would have wanted to try to make a flock of seagulls record or something or or not even that like a yes record right, right. Yeah. and so you're battling so many things and to just be able to get into a studio with, and, and pay like a couple hundred bucks because that's all the record label has. And then on top of it, then they're going to have to press up records, which the label barely has any money for. It, it's, it, it wasn't even, there wasn't even an option. It wasn't like, oh, oh, the record sounds like crap. It's like, oh, Jesus, oh, at least we got the record done. At least we finished it in time before we went broke. Right. You know, exactly. least, it was that oh, bad. At least the record is actually in a store now. And, and it wasn't like you even had time to take a breath and go, oh, okay. You know what? This doesn't sound great. I'm gonna, we're gonna go back and find another two thousand dollars and and make another record. Everybody was broke. You know, they could barely afford a van, <laughs> and they could barely afford recording. Could barely afford to put out records. I mean, that's what everybody forgets. And it's like, yeah, you didn't have a choice. If it sounded crappy, it sounded crappy. Well, you, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, I heard something about you guys that you didn't, you did something kind of smart, I guess, and that you never took advances from the record company. Is that is that accurate? No, nah, it's not completely accurate. We did, we we do, <laughs> we definitely took money from them. Yeah, <laughs> you took like half or something. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 this is the thing. I mean, in exchange for the rights to our records, so like like Daisy Chain, which we're re-releasing now, we don't actually own. We had yeah. well, we didn't. We actually a friend of ours who runs a label wound up having to pay you know Warner Brothers to put it out again. And so it's it's not even uh, so. It, it, but what we did do is that we didn't sort of overspend. 
<laughs> we we spent realistically. Uh, we didn't say, oh, we just got this chunk of money. Now, hey, everybody, let's buy a car. Right. You know, I'm going to buy a new car and everything like that. We didn't do stuff like that because we'd seen other bands that did that. And what happens is, is then, you know, you, you finally get this, chance where somebody's going to pay to make your records and everything like that. And then you spend all the money, uh, on frivolous rock star shit basically. Yeah. And then, uh, you finish your record, you go on tour and then you come home and you got to work. You got to work. <laughs> you got to yeah. go back to work. You got to go back to work, <laughs> washing cars or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. That did not make sense to me. Yeah. It was and like, how old were you when you figured that, when you figured this out? When the record company said, "Okay, we're <laughs> going to give you an advance." How old of a guy are you? Are you like eighteen? No, no, I was I was in my twenties too. Right. So so it wasn't like I was totally clueless, but I, I I also could do math, which is like, oh yeah, okay, let's say, and I'm just making up this number, but let's say we got seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. And then you divide that by, well, five people because we had a manager that we shared with as opposed to just like a weird percentage thing. And so you divide yeah. that by five and that's $15,000 to live on for a year or two. <laughs> you yeah, know, and it's like, not, oh yeah, sure. I'm going to go buy a car. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, it's in my mother's I name. Either have the, huh? It's in my mother's name. I'm just thinking of Goodfellas yeah. when he shows up and yeah. all these guys start spending yeah. the money they don't have. Well, that's, right, that's right. And, I'm and glad so you figured sense. that out. So, so really. what was that? I'm glad you figured that out so early. I mean, like you do the math and you go, "All right, fifteen grand. You know, it's, it's 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 nothing. We're you know we're and it's fine. It's 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 so many people get caught up in the finally we signed this well, piece but especially, of paper. You know, we I, made it. You're in your twenties, and there's the the illusion of we made it. You know, that's been sold to so yeah. many people. That's it. We're never and, gonna have to work again. We're in. We're Guns and Roses. We're uh, fucking Poison or something. You know, we're we're, we're I don't know the Rolling fucking Beatles. And and so that was the thing too is I, I think we were realistic where it was like and and talking about these bands so like Husker Du you know is a great example where it was like you know before the Nirvana thing happened when Husker Du signed to Warner Brothers it was like oh that that killed the band it didn't make them that much more famous like they got to be on the Joan Rivers show or whatever yeah. but it's like <laughs> they weren't making more money they weren't they weren't in the top 40, they were still the same band and some of that expectation kind of blew them apart. And so when we started going down that path, I mean, it happened right about the time that the Nirvana, you know, we were already talking to record labels and the Nirvana thing was about to happen, but we had a, a much more kind of, uh, critical. Hello? view or realistic not going to be we're not we're not the kind of band that sells a lot of records so we're going to be yeah. this other type of band where it's like oh yeah maybe we'll get some money but we're not gonna gonna pretend that we're rock stars because it's it's not realistic we're just gonna kind of ride this and kind of keep the band going at the same way it was without having to work a day job and then hopefully we'll survive when it all falls apart, which it always does. We, like we just knew the stories, you know, you, the, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody spends their life. Even the rock stars don't, it doesn't last forever. Right. They, they have yeah. some horrible moment where they're broken. Well, you have no pension, you, you have know, no medical, you have yeah. no thing. None of that stuff's paid for it, which is like a huge yeah. chunk of what you need in life as you get older. And you, you know, they don't realize that. But this is, uh, yeah. I have a question for you. When you take an advance, say like you just threw out a number, 75 grand, a random number, 
and you only say, say you run into the studio and, and you record for two grand. What happens to the rest of that advance money? And if the record company, if the re <laughs> that's if, a good question. If, if you just pocket it and the record company finds out, well, it only costs you two grand to make this record. Does that set a precedent for them to give you less money on the next record? Well, it's in the contract, so right. yeah, there's they have to give you the money that's in the contract anyways. Yeah. So uh, they can't like reduce the amount of money they they agree to give you. But yeah, the, we did that. We did that a couple of t a couple of times. <laughs> One time we we spent half the budget. So that's the thing is sometimes you you get money to just as just an advance, but you also get money to record. And so I think the first record where we got money to record, we spent half of it on recording and and spent the other half on touring, you know, and living on tour. So we didn't take, so what other bands would do is they'd spend all the money on recording and then they'd get an extra advance on top of that for tour stuff so they can be in a uh. tour bus. And so that was the thing is we, so we, we had been playing and we'd see bands like this where we, we play, a sh I remember playing a show in Madison or maybe Milwaukee really early on. And we got, we got like the princely sum of $250, which, which was great for that time. It was like, I don't know how, how it happened, right. but then the band we were playing with, which was called Psychofunkopus. They got $250 also, right? That's my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Bus. <laughs> they had a tour bus. And we were like, well, how much does a tour bus cost? $250 a day. And so it's just like basic math where it's like, well, so how are you making any money on the tour? And it's like, Oh, we're not. <laughs> and it was just like, okay, I'll put that into the, 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 the brain bank there and realize, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't, I, I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me to do, to, you know, do something and be in a band and live outside our means just because somebody was willing to throw money at us. Right. I'm sorry, uh, Rick. I have to apologize. There's somebody who called in like a hundred times in a row. What do you want? Call you're on the air. <laughs> Hello. And now I'm he's... sorry. It's an hour and a half. And I didn't really try to get. I have a guest. Stop calling in a million times in a row. My fucking phone was goodbye. Up, Hang up. I found out you were ignoring me. <laughs> Hang up. Never mind. Thank you. Never mind. My God. Do you listen? Do you listen to what's happening? Of course, I have a guest. It's nine thirty. We have a guest between nine and ten every <laughs> night. A hundred times in a row this guy calls. I, I've been hanging up on him the whole time. Finally, I had to answer. I'm like, maybe it's Rick's, like, you know, grandfather, and he's, like, got an interesting story about, and it's some dude who's like, oh, sorry, yeah, I'm not listening grandpa. to the show. It's, you know, it's Rick's grandpa. Hang up, oh. guy. Hey, buddy, hang up. Now now the guy won't hang up. Very much. Hang up, please, sir. Please. I can't figure out. I don't want to hang up on both of you, I, and I can't figure out how to do it. Just hang up your phone, please. <laughs> Piece of garbage. Oh, hey, Rick, while we're talking about family and grandpa, how do we pronounce your, your last name, sir? Uh, Valentin. Valentin. Yes, like Jose okay. Valentin at okay. the uh, Mets. That makes sense. Uh, uh, below average player. Thank Sorry you. about he, that. He, was, he, he made some big playoff moves. You're not a baseball fan, are you, Rick? No, I'm not. Not a sports guy. Although I heard something about the Cubs today. What oh, what yeah. happened? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I they didn't, won I, the World Series. <laughs> they, yeah. Oh, did they? <laughs> I know that. <laughs> no, wait. I I there would have been people like lighting things on fire outside well, my that, house. That, lighting on fire. That city is going to burn the f down. Yeah. Oh right. yeah, right. They didn't hit their number. All of no way. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. They're, they're, yeah. they're never going to win anything. Don't worry. Right. About you got a cellar in your house, right? Uh, uh, Rick, you have your own podcast, right? Called the Z the Radio Zero podcast, which is one of the longing longest running podcasts ever. Is that true? 
Yeah, I mean, we didn't call it a podcast when we started doing it. It was just us talking on our computer and putting it yeah. up online. But then that turned into podcasting. So, yeah, I, it, I, it, the earliest one, I think, was 1998 that we did. Wow. So you're, you're way pre-podcast. You're, and so how did you get it out to the people when you start, first started recording it? We, oh, wow, what was it? it? I think it was like some kind of flash player that we put up on our website. Wow. And what what would you, was there a theme to this? What did you guys talk about? Is it music? No, it was just Rose and myself talking about stuff. You're fighting with your wife on the air. <laughs> we didn't fight that much. It was more complaining about other people. Right. <laughs> kind of the same as what it is now. I mean, honestly, and yeah, that's, I mean, like like what you guys do. I mean, it's it's like people talking that don't, necessarily get an opportunity to to talk you know on well what would have been radio and everything like that that to me is what was great about the idea of podcasting right. and just you know the technology was is like oh yeah you get to hear people that didn't have a chance now it's kind of turned into this again it's kind of like the music thing or the punk rock thing or the indie rock thing it was like at some point it turned into this thing where you could make money and and be famous and everything like that whereas before it was just this kind of cool weird nerdy yeah. conversation thing. You mentioned the- <laughs> yeah, man, we're making a lot of money and being famous. It's great. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, we, exactly. We, we figured it out. It, but, but yeah, and that's, that's the problem. It's, and it starts messing with your mind. Does, does it mess with your mind? I mean, it, it's kind of like, well, why? Wait, other people are doing this. I, and, and this is what happened in the 80s and 90s. You know, it was like, oh, we're, you know, we put this weird, you know, indie rock, punk rock, underground music, and 30 people come to see us play, and, and you play these tiny places, and you see a, you play in front of a bunch of people who look exactly like you and are exactly <laughs> like you and like the same, yes. you know, 10 bands that you like, and, and it's the small little thing, and then all of a sudden it turns into something else, and then you feel like, well, maybe I'm supposed, am I supposed to be doing that and everything? And, and so... To me, it's kind of the same thing. (laughs) Not that I, I mean, I love, you know, sort of mainstream and commercial. Uh, It's, it it definitely gets weird where it's your part of this cool thing. Well, yeah, I'm not making money, but. Somebody else is. Uh, can you hold on one second? Sorry, okay. I'm losing you a little bit. Let me let me try something here. Give me one minute. Ah, oh, damn it! I hate the internet. Internet's dumb. It's horrible. It's pets. Mm. All right, let's try this. I'm back on. Hey, Rick, can you hear me? The other, by, by the way, yeah, yeah kind of. It's a little rope. Sorry, body. yeah, I'm getting a little uh, a little choppy. By the way, the other guy never hung up. He's still there, this bastard. <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. First time, long time. All right, I think we're back. We'll see if Rick can hear me, please. I'm sorry, man. We're running on it. We're running with a string uh, and two cans This this whole show is on duct tape and cigarette butts. (laughs) (laughs) MacGyvered it. Rick, are you there? I hear him a little. I got to get rid of this other guy. How do I do that? I think you got to hang up on both of them. No. Yeah, it sounds a little garbled. Oh, now I hear Uh, you. you. We hear you loud and clear. Damn it. I apologize. Sorry, you know, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. 
Hang up. <laughs> it's a very punk rock radio show. You're yeah, it was going so well. We had 38 minutes of nonstop uh, great uh, phone connection with Rick. Right. How about now? Oh, yeah. Should I, should nope. I hang up and call back? No, I think you're no, sounding good now. I think we got it. I think we got okay. it. I think we got okay. it. Who's that other caller so I can shiv him? I don't know. It's a 182 number or something. I don't know where he's calling from. Hang up, sir, because I'm going to come over there. And, and and flush your head down the toilet. Had it. You're going to swirl him? I'm going to give him a swirl. <laughs> hey, Rick, if you can hear me, uh, you guys had a, kind of a hit on MTV. What was that like? Did you guys think that, like, you know, this is it? It's, we're going to be this, it was the hugest thing ever? Well, you know, it was it was 120 minutes, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we were on MTV all the time. It was It was cool. I think we were on tour, and then... Yeah, I remember sitting in a bar that we played in Louisiana. I don't know if it was Lafayette, and then it was like they turned on the TV after we played, and then was it Dave Kendall, who's the the English guy who hosted 120 Minutes? Yeah, Dave yeah. Kendall. Uh, yeah, Dave Kendall played our video, and it was it was really it, yeah, that's exciting. That was really exciting. But again, it wasn't like we were. On heavy rotation, it was it was it was you know a, a neat cool thing, but it <laughs> it definitely I don't know maybe I'm just a negative guy or or you know I'm just like oh yeah that's really cool, but it's like it it doesn't mean that I'm a millionaire now <laughs> you know it's like it's not like somebody knocked on on our door and said well you you're you're cool now and you're you're rich enough it's like. No, I'm. I still have to go play another show, right. and I have to <laughs> yeah. figure out how to keep gas in the van. I got t-shirts, you know. Explain <laughs> it all to my parents. Hey, Rick, I have a question about that single. The video we're talking about is "If You See K," correct? Yeah. Okay. okay, Rick. So, did you guys pick that song? Did you choose your own single, or did the, did the label? pick that for you and say hey we want to promote this as the single so let's make a video for if you see k i gotta try something here uh-uh. fuck uh-uh. rick stick with us we, we lost it you. actually was the video guy um oh wait, so that was when we were still on twin tone okay and we wanted to make a um when uh the we yeah twin tone it was like like there was a guy who Who's gonna make a video? Oh no! Technical difficulties here at Live from the Barrage. So when are you going to Seattle, Brian? I'm going. Oh, I'm going on. I actually haven't bought my flight yet. I guess I should do that. So you're going to be here until like <laughs> December, aren't you? No, 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 because the, the moving and trucks. And then you're going to decide nope, not to go? Nope, nope, My shit goes into a pod, which is the most convenient service ever. I love the pod service. Yeah. That happens on the 26th. You're going to drive all that stuff over for you? No, I'm having pods drive it over for me. All I do is load hey, the pod. Hey, you're going to drive that stuff over for you? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's gone, right? Yeah. We yeah. up sound. Okay. Could we call him back? Uh, I could try, yeah. It yes. costs like five dollars a minute, though. I don't care. I'll figure it out. Well, I don't know which number. Everybody I got cash. Everybody I got cash. Kick, kick yeah. in, everybody. I'm offline. Reset the modem's resetting. Give me ten seconds. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, do we know who the other caller was, or are you completely kidding? 
I don't know who it was. I'm blaming everything feel, on I, him. I, I'm blaming Rob Montage. Because mm. Rob was calling it? Yeah, it sounded, I don't know. It sounded edgy like him. He had that tone. I got nothing. I got nothing. Stick it. Stick it to him. That's my plan. Maybe it was Tree again. She's Drank back. A bottle of you blood. found another bottle of Buffalo Trace. <laughs> <laughs> and Buffalo Trace is tasty. That's some good shit. It is delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Kentucky mm. style. I'm a fan of a fan of the uh, the bullet bourbon old fashioned. Oh yeah, that's good. Tall bullet, Chris saying bullet mixes great best Tommy it. Rockstar news mm. ever since we're off on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try again. Are you in contact with this man via text or anything like that? Uh, I, I am via Facebook Messenger, <laughs> but uh, should I tell him to call Mac? Mac from Supertron? Wait, who? You talking about Rick? Tell him to call back. Yeah, tell him to call back. Yeah, call back. I could try calling. Yeah, try to call him okay, this way. Let me give it a shot. Because I don't know if he's on Facebook right now. Let me try it. Nobody record that. This show's a pisser. Yes. Well, no, Mario's back. Hello? Can you guys hear us out right. there? So they say it's back, so I think everything's back. Okay, so we're calling Rick. We're probably going to be on his podcast if we're calling him. We are. I'm sorry, Rick, man. You know, this is embarrassing. <laughs> he didn't pick up. I've had it. No. No, I don't think any, anything happened. We figured we'd be in a proper production studio by now. Yeah. Right. I have to text him. Hang on. Because right. at least I would just want to say a proper goodbye. Yeah. I feel like an idiot. You Again. Should. should feel shame. I, well, feel, I feel big. I feel much shame. Much shame. Can we take a break until he calls back? No, no, hang on. No. Wait, wait, wait. There uh, we go. Rick, I am so sorry, man. Oh, that's fine. I don't know what happened. I, yeah. I, you know, I need to move move out of my house and, and get a new modem or something. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I, I feel I, this is terrible. I have this great guest on, and this happens. And can you hear me now? Everything's good. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, you sound sound uh, good. Yeah, you sound perfect too. Right. I, I'm sorry, dude. So go ahead, Brian. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I had a really good. I had an important question uh, about that. I'm sorry, everybody. About that, FDU I had to kick my kid off the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Did that really happen? Well, I told my I told the, the my older kid. I said, is, "Is Aiden on the Xbox?" He goes, "I don't know." I said, "Well, if he is, go down there and kick him off." <laughs> All right. All right. We had we had he's, a half we had a half a stroke. This is some the, show. Yeah, the kids right. the kids currently broadcasting on Twitch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, I'm sure his uh, modern warfare connection is fine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, okay. So anyway, Rick, we broke up and I couldn't hear your answer. You probably couldn't hear my whole question with that. Video Video we were talking about your first big break, the song for uh, if you CK. Did you pick that song out, or did a label guy pick the song out and say, "Hey, we want to promote this as your single. This is what we're going to do the video for." It was it was it was neither uh, us or the label. It was the video guy. So we were making a video for the the new record on Twin Tone, and mm -hmm. we wanted to do Chain Reaction, the song. Mm -hmm which is like five minutes long. It was new, right? If UCK was an older song and we were just like, oh yeah, let's do a video for that song because that's new and cool. And um, even to the point where the, I think the guy, uh, Bill Ward, not not the drummer from uh, right. Black Sabbath, Sabbath but mm -hmm. another Bill Ward uh, made was the video guy and, and he shot video of us uh, playing playing the song live at the Metro in Chicago. And, and at some point he said, you know what? 
I think you should make a video for If You C K instead. And I've done music videos, and and I, I think part of it was this, yeah, he was right. That was the most kind of catchy song on the mm-hmm. album, but also it's it's a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. And like, if you have to make a music video of a song that's five minutes long, it's a nightmare. You know, it's just like, how am I going to get enough footage and keep people interested in a five minute song? And so this is like a two minute song, and it was like, oh. That's that's a perfect song for a music video, especially if you're doing it again on the cheap, of course. And so, what, what year? So he was what, what, the one who suggested it, and it was like, and we finally all said, "Oh yeah, okay, that's that's a good idea." And it, it, he wanted to be in the smartest, smartest out of everybody. What what uh what year is this, and what are the other videos that are on MTV? Like, uh, how do you, do you feel like oh this could fit in there if we did a two minute video? Well, it was it was that whole 20, 120 minute scene. So, like yeah. on Sunday nights or whenever it was, where it was just like, oh yeah, you'd see Dinosaur, you know, on uh, you know, yeah. you'd actually get to see bands that you like that had music videos, you know, on on Sunday night. It was and crazy. And so I didn't watch MTV any of the any other time. It was just like there was two hours a week where you might have a chance of seeing some stuff that you like, and and it wasn't always that great. I mean, sometimes it was you know crappy indie stuff that. You didn't like, but more often than not, you'd at least get some some good good bands that you liked and saw. So that was that was yeah, what what it was. I yeah, that's what I yeah bands, you know yeah. So you guys like, were only uh, on the on the one one hundred twenty minutes. They didn't put you in like regular rotation. No, no. By then it was. I don't even know if it was hair metal. I don't even know what music they were playing on MTV then. Yeah, but you never know. There's like some executive going, oh, this song spells out fuck. You know, this is a gimmicky thing. We'll put this on all day with like Ugly Kid Joe or some wait, shit. Wait, like wait, that. Green Jelly. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, John, John, what did you just say? The song spells out fuck? Oh, I don't know. Does it? <laughs> Whoa. Nah, that's, uh, hey, man, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm not that smart. Someone had to point it out to me. See you I next never... Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, I'm sorry to keep you on. I'm sorry for the... Uh, the uh, connection problems. Would you like to play a quick game of crap, not crap? We do this with all our guests. So I'll give you a bunch of bands. You just tell me whether they're crap or not crap. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's never quick. Are you down for that? Yeah. Are you going to ask me bands that I know? Like people that you're not going to ask me a band that like somebody could, who's like a friend of mine, right? You could, <laughs> Oh, you might be I don't know who your friends are. You could pass. You Are your friends yeah. with Mike Love from the Beach Boys? If, it, yeah. if it's a friend, <laughs> if it's a friend's right, band okay. who you don't like, just lie and say not crap. Yeah, yeah. I can lie. That's uh, right. I don't have to. I don't have to. I can just say not crap. And right. even if I yeah, fuck it. Oh, uh, maybe I can't. Uh, all right. Yeah, just just, oh. yeah, just throw it at just say it look, Just say it looks like he's having fun on stage. You're 50 years old. There's no more integrity. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's it's right. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Hit that place where I don't yeah. care what other people yeah. think. Yeah, I care. All right. All right. So, but uh, Rick's integrity is is tearing at him right now. Um, here's crap, not crap with Rick Valentin of Poster Children. Frank Zappa. Crap. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, crapish. Victim victim of eighties production like Husker Du maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, someone told me I'm like, hey, like, hey, man, Bruce's brings these songs are so good, but he's such a victim of eighties production. I'm like, I think that was like his idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, Bruce Springsteen was not being told what to do by 1984. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those horrible like icicle sounding keyboards, all him. Uh, <laughs> New York Dolls. Uh, not not crap. Metallica. Crap. Foo Fighters. Crap. Deep Purple. <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, yeah, uh, uh, not crap. Uh, 
Jethro Tull. Uh, these, see, these are hard for me because I, I, I don't feel like I go deep enough. Right. Like, I don't hate Jethro Tull as much as I should. I mean, there's certain, like, uh, what's that song? There's a song that's like a totally weird time signature, but yeah. most, for most, mostly it's, it's crap. Uh, you're not a uh, prog rock fan, like Yes and all those bands. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm. <laughs> see, you're going to put me into a position of embarrassing myself. Whereas, like, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not a, a, a. Yeah, traditional prog rock fan. Yet, I really am a fan of that. That early '80s King Crimson, which I know is like people are probably throwing up right now for right. me to say that. That you know, Adrian Blue, Noodley. Robert Fripp playing the same four notes over and over again. Stuff I love that. Right. So, all right. So in that I vein, we'll... I like I like new wave Prague, which is probably one of the worst eras of music. <laughs> What's an example? So I will go ahead and assume you're a Blue Oyster Cult fan. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with Blue Oyster Cult, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not not a huge fan. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, King Missile. We got King uh, King King Missile then after King Crimson. <laughs> I know people who like King Missile, so I'm I'm gonna I'm right. gonna uh, pass on that. Right. Yeah, you're, you're Facebook friends with Dave Rick. Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, let's go. Uh, King Diamond. King, I, I I believe is crap, but I don't have a qual. I I actually don't I don't have any. I'm pretty sure they're crap, but I have no idea what of of a King Diamond song at all. Right. Uh, how about Dee Dee King? Uh, uh, Dee Dee Ramone's rap album. We're going through all the kings, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't known. But that's crap, but in such a glorious kind of weird... Yeah, that's that's glorious crap. Are you uh, a big uh, Ramones fan? Who's your favorite band? Who's my favorite band yeah, of all time? if you had to pick one, yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't think I can do that. But yeah, can no, yeah, I like five? the Ramones. My, my <laughs> problem with the Ramones... And, I mean, I'm not... Okay, so this is this is my... My thing is that I, I once said to a person who actually was pretty pretty instrumental in the Ramones career and was I, I basically said some stuff like, Well, they're they're great, but they need to change their sound. You know, it's kinda like, ah, I feel like I they they they've they've put themselves in a corner and they can never get out of that. And right. <laughs> looking back, that was about the stupidest thing I could say. You're like the worst producer ever. You you boys gotta change up that sound. With a big right, cigar. Exactly. And it was like that was why some of those Ramones records were not great. But it, I think they wanted to do that too. They wanted to try other things. And so I, I, I actually, you know, I, I remember buying what's the one that uh, has the, the, the guy from the Eurythmics produced part of. I oh, bought yeah. that record. Oh, what is that? Uh, you're thinking, oh, the guy from the Eurythmics. Yeah, I forget his name. The Dave, Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart. Uh, yeah, and the, you know there are some good songs on that record, but it's not all produced by him too. So you know, are you it's sure like, you're not thinking know. of We've Phil- off tangent? The, the, the Rones are great. Are you are you sure you're not thinking of the Phil Spector produced? Uh, oh no, the Phil Spector record I love, even yeah. though it's totally insane sounding. It's crazy. I love that record. Yeah, it's and good again, songs. That's an that. example of of a crappy sounding record, but it's just there's just something. Something so weird about it, and you all—I'm sure you all know—it's just, yeah, it's just, there's just something magical about that record, and it right. has nothing to do with the the purity of the Ramones. It's, it's, I think it is that idea of mixing the the o- overproduction or that that totally unpunk production method, but somehow that record it works. It works. 
Yeah. Gang of Four. Oh, I love Gang of Four. That's not crap. Television. Not crap. Crocus. Crocus. <laughs> <laughs> crap. I'm not a metal guy. So I. So this is the thing. Yeah, yeah. Is like Metallica and everything. Like my brother, he's two and a half years younger than me. He likes Metallica. Right. I. I'm from that very specific era where metal and punk. That's you right. know were, were divided. There was no crossing over, and then right. like a year or two, it's like just like a two or three year period. And it's like kids, kids, kids. My forty eight year old brother's age, those young yeah. kids. Um, you know, they oh they love Metallica and they love metal and everything like that. And I was definitely like a purist, and so for for all that, I can't, I can't, I can't even. Right. I, yeah, isn't I can't it, even accept Metallica on any any on level any or level. Like, right. or anything. Isn't it weird how you could like miss something by like a year or two? It's it's, it's just a, it's fascinating to me. The, the, yeah. that how people grow up with different music. It's great, man. And that's what yeah. this podcast is all about. We're talking to Rick Valentine, <laughs> Poster Children, and Thought Detecting Machines, it's which like is a solo project. The uh, mods and the all right, I'm going to give you some uh, some real polarizing ones. Uh, Tom Waits. <laughs> I. I like Tom Waits, even though I think he's a faker. Right. I think he's not not crap. So this is my Tom Waits theory. Yes. Is that Captain Beefheart, you know, in 1981, you know, basically said, you know, I'm not going to do the Captain Beefheart thing anymore, and I'm going to sell the Captain Beefheart franchise to the highest bidder. He's like Gallagher, too. This is like, this this goes all the way to the top. It's pretty deep shit right here. And basically Tom Waits met. Captain Beefheart in the desert, and that's why Tom Waits changed completely in like 1981. <laughs> it's basically like Captain Beefheart stopped, right. and Tom Waits basically agreed to, <laughs> to take on or was was given the Captain Beefheart franchise. And so I, I don't feel like Captain Beefheart is or that Tom Waits is necessary. So it's kind of like the, that argument of who founded McDonald's, right? Ray I Croc was just going to say, yeah, Happy Meals with the Captain Beefheart franchise. They uh, what may- was that? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, no, and so, 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 I know Tom Waits is kind of a faker or whatever you want to call him, but you, I, I think he he still does interesting stuff. Are and, you and saying it's better to be a yeah? Are you saying that you don't think Tom Waits actually jumped on runaway trains with a cooking up a can of beans in his hat? <laughs> he's not, is he's that not what you're actually saying? a hobo? <laughs> Are you saying he's not heating up a can of beans on some runaway train right now, and it's all it's all a big joke? Yeah. Hey, Jim Jarmusch yeah. is filming the I, whole I've thing. I've wasted my life, Ryan. Get, get, can I sell these records on eBay? <laughs> yeah. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you know. So. But yeah. Captain Beefheart. He was. Uh, crazy art kid who knew Frank Zappa in high school, right? And, right. and, and, and turned yeah. into this weird blues, blues psychedelic thing, too. So every, everybody's a faker, I guess, in a way, yeah. right? So Tom, Tom Waits, there's no doubt he's doing shtick, right? I mean, that's, that's I, I guess we can all kind of agree that he's doing some form yeah. of shtick. Uh, Captain Beefheart, crap, not crap. Not crap. I like Captain Beefheart. But you don't like Frank Zappa. He, he craps Zappa and waits, but he. But I don't like Frank Zappa. I know. How much I of know. a chance did I you? Just, yeah, Frank Zappa just does nothing for me. Yeah, me too. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not sorry. trying to convince anybody of anything. But how much of a chance did you give Zappa? Like, did you ever? Here he goes. Here no, he no, goes. No, I'm not. I just want to know. <laughs> I gave Frank Zappa as much of a chance as I gave, you know, the Velvet well, Underground and uh, right Captain Beefheart and oh, all wow. the bands that I like. I don't and, disagree and with like you guys. Frank Zappa. No, but I don't. Get, listen, I don't disagree with you guys at you all. You get it. 
there's there's a lot of shit I just can't listen to. It's a lot of noisy, weird studio experimental stuff I can't listen to. It's it. like Spyro Gyro with, with joke lyrics when it's, or something. When it's good, it's really good though. It's a carnival of not always, not always for there's white a lot people. Of, there's a lot of jokey shit going on. I would I see it, I would know, see but. Frank Zappa every Halloween at the Palladium for like seven, eight years straight. I mean that was a tripped out. Acid trip of fun every year. We I'm go sure right from the was. village did, parade to there. Did you, Mario? Uh, writes Rick Mario writes down all his uh, concert goings, what drugs he was on, oh. and what a grade he gave the concert. Were you at Frank Zappa? What'd you give Frank Zappa? And what drugs were you on, man? I was always on acid on oh, Frank. It was Halloween Jesus night. Christ. Come on, <laughs> but I'm like you, night. Rick. I I the metal. It, there was no connect. The minute metal came out, the the, the punk, the punk scene was so established that metal was anti everything we just escaped from. So I'm with yeah, you. Exactly, exactly. What year, what year did you see Zappa, Mario? I'd have to check the list, but there was a couple of <laughs> Halloweens in a row. It had to be 80-something a couple of times. It was always the same thing. We'd hit the parade, which was down at Washington Square Park back so then. So choochy. And then we'd head over to the Palladium. Let's move on with the game. Mario yeah, also, has, the game. also has a list of uh, women he's uh, had relationships with My that, wife that made his me wife hide found. It. My wife his, made me hide it. Your now. wife found it, didn't she? No, she made me hide it, <laughs> and now I can't it. find it again. <laughs> oh, no. I hate when oh. I misplace things. Sure Were there grades story. there, too? Or did you give people grades? Yeah. <laughs> and what drugs? Drugs you're on? I'm what a drugs, teacher. What, I grade things. What drugs were they on? The teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Mario put in their drink, I would assume. All right, Flo and Eddie. Flo and Eddie. Crap, not crap. Who, who was that? Flo and Eddie. The turtles. The turtles. The turtles. They sang for Zappa in the beginning with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have I have some philosophical complaints about Flo and Eddie because they are kind of the ones who who started the whole sampling lawsuit thing and. And I also had heard them, like, when I was a kid in high school, they were always a guest on this DJ, uh, Steve and Gary. They, they were kind of like the shock jocks of Chicago. And Flo and Eddie would come on, and they'd make fun of new music, like the Cars. Oh, this is every car song ever. So I kind of, my, my, my impression of Flo and Eddie is, is kind of clouded by their, their personalities and their, their view of, <laughs> you know, just that basic thing like, well, 1967 was the apex of music and nothing <laughs> is good since, you know, and it's and so I can't I can't even separate that from the music. But, the, you know, I love what's that? I'm King Kawana Wana Lea, whatever that drum song that's on that Turtles record. That's them basically, you know, probably on acid playing drums in the studio out of their minds. I love oh, that. Yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I'm happy together. That's all that comes to mind. Happy together. Yeah. Uh, nothing comes to mind. You're on LSD the entire. <laughs> I know. Way, you're happy Eleanor, together. Eleanor, you're swell. That song's really nice. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a couple right. of really good tur yeah. turtle songs actually. So turtles are a, eh a crap not crap. People no. in the chat box, Mario, are saying they would want to do acid with you. No, I don't do it anymore. The doctor's <laughs> orders. Yeah. Because uh, I was, uh, <laughs> it's bad enough. I get flashback just from the beer or whatever I'm smoking here. I was trying to explain it. to uh, people that hanging out with you, you feel like you're kind of bulletproof, like you have because you get away with everything, and it's like you know, even if you run into the cops, like Mario's like the dad there, and and nothing will happen to you. you know? The Teflon dad. The Teflon dad. <laughs> uh, Sebado, crap, not crap. Uh, not not crap. Chavez. Uh, they're they're not crap. Joe Walsh solo. <laughs> what was that? Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Uh, I, I'll say Joe Walsh is not crap. Right. And if that includes the James Gang. Yes, of course. 
We'll include yeah. it. We will allow it. Joe Walsh seems like a good dude to me. I like Joe Walsh. Uh, yeah, I like Joe Walsh. Here's, here's a weird he one. He used to be on that same radio show, that radio show I'm talking about. So Joe Walsh would come on, <laughs> and he's not high as a kite, yes. but was definitely not. So he was the opposite of those of Flo and Eddie, where it was just kind of like, he's just like this laid-back guy, loves music, plays the guitar. There's this, I remember him, like, you know, like the phone delay, like on, you know, call-in shows where... And it was just like somebody would say, hello, Joe. And then he would say, hello. And then the guy, and then it would echo on the person's radio and it'd be, hello, Joe. And Joe would go, hello. And it was like 10 minutes of Joe Walsh, like echo talking to some high, <laughs> high dude in Chicago. And so that's, you know, so that's the thing is where you realize, oh, okay, there's the music and everything like that. But then there's also the personalities of these guys. And Joe Walsh just seems like exactly like that, that personality he has, which is just kind of like, yeah, like your your high uncle or something. Turn your radio down, sir. No, man, it sounds cool. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, uh, just a couple more. How about uh, pretenders? Yeah, I like the pretenders. They're they're what what's the what are the choices? I forgot already. Crap, crap or not crap? <laughs> not yeah, crap. that's a not crap. Uh, misfits. Uh, I again, I don't. Uh, you missed it, right? You missed it by a couple years. Yeah, they, 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 I was not, yeah, that, that was not, so yeah, I guess they're, they're crap, but honestly, I, I only know the, the that skull song. <laughs> Kiss. I want your skull? Yeah. Kiss, Kiss is crap, but I, I'm married to someone who saw Kiss live in 1978. Now, when you were, when you were starting a band in 1987, were you a kid who had, uh, like, Kiss posters and stuff, or you were never into it? What, what were the bands yeah, you were, what, what, I didn't like Kiss. I, I didn't like Kiss back even when, like, so I was in, you know, grade school and junior high when Kiss were at their peak. And uh, I mean, I watched Phantom of the Park. I remember, yeah. <laughs> on TV, but I did not. I did not buy any Kiss wow. records. How many? Ki- I, how many kids in your high school were like was way into it? Like super into Kiss? Was it a, lot, a lot of people? I remember. Well, my best friend in junior high was way into Kiss, so he had all the records and had the posters and and everything like that. And I was just like, I, I. I just did not. I didn't like it. What did I like? But then I'm trying to think of what did I like. Yeah, what did you instead. like? The Archies? I think I... Yeah, <laughs> I that, well, that would have been a little earlier. I remember watching that cartoon. and uh, Herman's but, Hermits? Uh, yeah, sure. I think I already liked the Beatles. So so my, my problem was is that I somehow got into the Beatles right at the time. So I don't know if you guys are old enough to know this, but there Never was a short of period of time where the Beatles were like the most uncool band in the world and so that was like from what like 1974 to 1980 or something like that so i was like a huge beatles fan after they had broken up but but while paul mccartney being in wings and all that kind of stuff and they just seemed like you know old it seemed like old people music and so i was already there like a total music nerd kind of thing and i remember yeah i mean remember being ostracized or being criticized for like not liking journey but like like even though i did have a journey record now that i think about it like but but liking the beatles and i, was yeah, just I like, know what? you know i kind of what the no... hell why do you like the beatles when there's something like journey right you know a new exactly. band like journey and th- this is when like kids were wearing like oh, denim gosh. journey jackets and journey was like somewhat like edgy in their mind yeah it's, it's insane insane journey's way cheesier than wings man <laughs> Totally, a total wuss band. How about fish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, reading. Man. 
Uh, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, that's that's crap. That's, you have, yeah, no. uh, you don't have a friend who plays tambourine in that band or something, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, how about Prince? Crap. Oh, I, I loved Prince. You love Prince? Prince was. Yeah, I I so yeah I had, yeah I bought uh, what was the the record I bought yeah I heard I remember hearing 1999 or no hearing uh, Delirious, and I was in this weird so in high school I was in this weird kind of rock and roll band like like 50s rock and roll band with these guys these old guys who were maybe 10 years older. That's how you and cut your teeth. One of the guys in that band. <laughs> huh? Is that how you cut your teeth? And. In like a yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah, old man 50s Playing band. 50s That's the way music. to do it, man. That's fucking ra- radical. Yeah. I never said yeah, that. Yeah, because it connected to punk rock. You know, it's like you wind up realizing that. And that was that was sure. kind of my punk rock experience. That's like the yeah, S- actually, my friend who liked like Kiss, it was just like, I, I remember later on, it was like at the record store and it was like looking at a Clash album. And he was like, ooh, you don't want to buy that. That's punk rock. And I was like, I've listened to that record, and it kind of sounds like '50s rock and roll to me. Because <laughs> we yeah, think well, of like the, London Calling. The, uh, London Calling doesn't sound like punk rock anymore. No, it's like '50s rock and roll. And, uh, you know, or that's at least the, the, some of it is '50s rock and roll, right? The essence, uh, the, so. the the essence of the Ramones is, you know, it's like bubblegum '50s pop, yeah. just you know, it's just with through amplifiers. And that was that was the kind of thing I was dealing with. Is it's just like I I don't know if I'm just a contrarian or everything like that, but it was just kind of like ah. This Kiss band, I don't really, they, they, I, and I understand they have good songs or whatever, but it was just like guys wearing clown makeup is not my, not my thing. And it's kind of like, oh, it's called punk rock, but it just sounds like the music I like. Why, why should I not listen to it? And so I I think that was just kind of the thing that started, I started realizing is that, oh, okay. And this is what what Rose says. My wife is like there 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 are two people types of people in the world: people who like music and then music haters. So it's basically and music haters are not people who just don't like music. It's just like they don't care that much about music, and so it's a much more superficial thing. And once you kind of go down this road where it's like, oh, music is really important to me and it's part of my life and everything, you're kind of in a different world and you don't necessarily connect with other people who are like, oh, yeah, I like music. Right. And, and it's like, but, yeah, you, no, you don't really like music. You like the idea of music. It's like the same way you like the shoes you're wearing. <laughs> but do you kind of see the other side of that And as you get older and say, like, you realize how goofy, like, music is as a whole? You're like, man, this whole thing is kind of really silly. The whole idea, idea of it is ridiculous. Like, why are we even t- playing this crap, not crap game? Like, music is dumb. <laughs> Yeah, and so what? Yeah, what makes my my opinion valid in any way? Yeah. Uh, so I, I got I got a couple more because the chap the people on the uh, listening are gonna kill me if I don't ask. Rush. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been for most of my life. I've been a Rush's crap. Uh. Sort of in the Rush's crap camp, but I've I've played with enough good drummers to realize that there is a value in rush right basically every every drummer <laughs> that's been that i've played with has explained why rush is good so or, c- you know it's it there has been influenced at least in some way i think and so it, it's 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 hard for me to call them crap but i i definitely don't and they're such don't nice. My, I, I don't own, own any Rush records. They seem like such nice guys, your too. Ki- but... Your kid go to school with Neil yeah. Peart's kid? or <laughs> <laughs> Neil Peart took his whole family on a motorcycle trip. He can't say anything about it. 
Uh, all right, uh, just two more. Van okay. Hal- Van Halen. Now you're in in 1987. You're 20 something. You have a band. Van Halen is uh, you know doing their thing. Yeah, I I I felt I I was pretty strong in the Van Halen is crap camp right. for a very long time. But I just listened to somebody just uh, posted. Was it Dangerous Minds or whatever posted? Not the demos, but like some like their last live show at this club they used to play, like in 1975 or 76. Yeah, maybe 74, 74. And and the guitar sound and just the sound of the band is so amazing that. I again, I don't own any Van Halen records, but I as I get older, I've started to, just the tone, the guy, and that's a total nerd nerd thing. But and I was never like a huge guitar tone nerd, but it's like hearing Eddie Van Halen's guitar tone and knowing how he got there. Also, it, it, I'm 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 starting to come around after thirty or forty years. Drum roll. Van Halen is crap or not crap. Sounds like you're leaning towards not crap. Tell but I don't want to influence your answer. <laughs> I'll, I'll say not crap. Yeah! Come on. <laughs> Mario's very upset. Come on. If you were metal, you anti-metal, that, that falls right into that. <laughs> the chat box is genre. freaking out. They're like, come on, come on. So Van, I, I'm sorry, Van Halen's metal? Actually, yeah. So no, they're like pop music. It's hair. It's the same hair. Every band that's successful is pop music. Show me your codpiece kind of bullshit. Show me your codpiece. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, so, you got to admit so, they have personality uh, guy and guitar tone. to uh, manage our band, he, he started out in, in record Temple stores Trump? and everything. Yeah. Huh? I said so started I, out in, in like a – he worked at record stores in L.A. and he, he, he always told the story about how Eddie Van Halen would come in and talk to him because this guy worked at an L.A. record store, and Eddie Van Halen would always try to convince them that they were punk rock when right. punk rock hit. And it was like, it's the same thing, man. It's, you know, guitars and, Leopard you know, pants. back to basics and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are goofy. They are a goof goof of a band, but, uh, you know, whatever. I'm, uh, they're not crap, I guess, for a while. I guess. I guess They got some fucking mint jams. one or two records, they're, they're good. Fair yeah. warning. Watch out for teacher. Watch out for teacher, Mario <laughs> says. He, like, oh my God. he loves that song, Watch Out for Teacher. Watch out for teacher. Yeah. Rick, Mario has a, he can't remember anything. His kids in his class are numbered because he just can't remember. <laughs> he's he's oh, still, my wife's name is Colette. He calls her Claudette every day. Oh, um, you know, all right, one more. The most des- d- divisive band in the history of the game of crap, not crap. The one that everyone has trouble with. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Steely Dan. <laughs> oh man! I like the way he's laughing. He's yeah. gonna like him. I know it. No, no. I think mm-hmm. you want to make That's a bet. Guess, yeah. I go five bucks. Five bucks. Crap. And I'm good for my five. I paid you with PayPal last time I lost. If not, we could just we could just mug him with his Emmy. <laughs> just crown him. <laughs> oh, Rick! By the way, I actually <laughs> once uh, we mixed a record in Donald Fagan's recording studio, mm. and uh, I played. Donald Fagan's, uh, uh, what is it called, a melodica? You know, that little... Oh, uh, the, the Hooters. Sure. Thing, we yeah. know it well. Yeah. I know how to play the Godfather theme on that, but around the campfire to marry <laughs> yeah. He plays it to me every <laughs> year. <laughs> Donald Fagan's melodica. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite Flaming was Lips record. I was going to say, I saw them. 
Was it a Kona made in Germany? Did you just crap the flaming lips really quick, those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a uh, it was was a honer, I think. Yeah, a nice one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Crap or not crap? So this is the thing. It's like I think they're crap, but I I bought the greatest hits once. You know, I I have the greatest hits, and I can I can listen to Steely Dan's greatest hits. I cannot listen to all of Steely Dan. Right. Like oh. their whole. But you know the reality is is yeah they're you know why they're crap is because it's 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 you know uh, sesh sesh cat music it's session guys making music yeah it's like white boy jazz yeah. and it's a bunch of like uh, regimented mathematical like you know by the books bullshit in my opinion I don't want to it's like trying to snort cocaine through my ear holes <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to sway you but I fucking hate Steely Dan thank you uh, but you know it's such a divisive thing I I'm telling you it's fifty fifty I think among the people I know who are like you know people I respect. Musicians, people who are way more into music than I am, it goes back and forth. It's a tough one. It's the toughest one ever. It's not tough for me. And so, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing is, I have, I, my, I have no strong. I'm not super strong one way or the other. But one thing I've noticed is that people who are like, uh, you know, have degrees in music and everything like that, they will, and don't really like punk rock or rock and roll or anything like that they they will they love steely dan and so like steely yeah. dan is a representation of you know that's that's quality music within the rock and i'm used i'm doing air quotes the rock context yeah. i feel like i'm in an alternate universe where i'm not getting like the the piece of the puzzle that it, that that makes steely dan listenable Welcome to my world. Listen to Boo. Uh -huh. All right. Uh -huh. Just one more question. I know I've kept you on for so long. Thank you so much for staying on so yeah. long. Uh, who's the biggest asshole you've ever met in rock and roll, and why is it Billy, why is it Billy Corgan? <laughs> and what was the second half of the question? And why is it Billy Corgan? No, I'm just kidding. You know, most of the people I ask this question, I'm, I'm telling you, like, like half of the people have said Billy Corgan. <laughs> now I've just changed the question to why is it Billy Corgan, because it's like almost like it's, uh, almost like it's coming. Is it Billy Corgan? I, I guess it is, but you know. I, so the thing is, is that I'm a nice guy, and I, I feel bad for him. But right. the thing is, is he even even early on, before he was, he had the right high to be Pat. mean. He said some really screwed up things to me. So it's did just he? like, uh, what would he say to you? What say? What he say? You suck, man. What did he say? Hey, man, what kind of pedal is that? Fuck you. What you? No, no, no. You know, like really, really friendly. The the weirdest thing was we were outside of. So this sounds uh, this sounds much more rock and roll than my <laughs> my real life experience. But we were standing outside CBGB, right. <laughs> and I think we had played, but they were in town or something. I can't even remember what it was. Right. But it was like right after Gish was that their first record came out, and he's like talking to me and saying, "Well." Gish is out, and it's our first record, and it's doing so much better than your second record. What oh. do you think that means? Oh, wow. You know, and I'm like, I don't know. I guess it means that you're better than <laughs> us. <laughs> you know, I mean, is so, he trying to gauge his band against every uh, band that he plays with, and like yeah. ask some weird questions? Like, you, like you're playing kickball around the block with yeah, him or exactly. something? Yeah. Hey, Darcy, yeah. I heard Poster Children are playing down at CBGBs. I'm going to run down and bust their balls. <sighs> Who do you think should open? Oh, Me but we you? had played with them. We had played with them before. We knew them. We knew them very early on. And Bob, our drummer at the time of Daisy Chain, had played with James from Smashing Pumpkins in his high school band, I believe. So, so we, we knew them very early on. They, they opened for us in Champagne. We were on a compilation record together. 
you know, so I, it, it's my, my experience and actually my direct experience with him was much earlier than I think maybe other people's. Well, there, no, there were plenty of other people in Chicago and stuff who had early experiences, but I, so this is my, my, my issue is that I, I kind of, you know, I'm punk rock and rock and roll kind of helped me. I, I was not, <laughs> it's hard to believe, but I was not that cool in high school. I was kind of a nerd. No. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and th- that music really helped me. And I was not, you know, I was not one of the popular kids. I, I was, you know, an outcast, you know, and everything like that. And I kind of have a feeling Billy Corgan was the same way, but what, right. I guess what can happen is, is that if you've been bullied or picked on, or you just don't feel like you're, you know, part of the, the cool crowd, you know, you wind up sometimes having two paths, a choice of two paths, which is like, you kind of, and this is why I'm kind of waffly about it. It's like you, you, you go one direction where it's like, I'm, I'm going to show all of those assholes and I'm going to be, you know, king of the world and king asshole, or you go, Oh, you know, everybody's, you know, I'm just going to be nice to people and I don't want to say bad things about people. and I want to help people and everything like that because people were mean to me, you know? And so I feel like, and and I'm not holding myself up as a saint, but it's kind of like, I, I, sometimes I feel like he got, well, maybe he just got, too too much success and right. not enough humility. <laughs> right. So so he he couldn't take take uh, take a, a a different path. And so I, I feel bad for him in a way because I think he's a lot of what he does and says is just because he he does feel like he's not he's a not victim. you know he's treated victim, fairly well, right the, the, and he's striking at people. But the thing is is now he's he's he or for a long time he was the big fish. And I don't think he realized it. He became the jock. And he became he the captain realize. of the captain of the football team, and he doesn't even know. Yeah, D- yeah. And I, so that's that's why I'm very uncomfortable with totally dissing him. Is because yeah. I, I it, it being him is. I mean, that's that's a it's not a walk in the park. And I'm not talking about personality. I'm just talking about freaking being, you know, Ball. some tortured artist <laughs> kind of model for high school kids. You know, it's like you're, you know. When, when you're a, you know, a powerful symbol to people, that's that's a horrible job. Well, you, I think that's a horrible job. Do you, do, right? <laughs> do you think at some point uh, when the world is so cruel to you like, that you stop differentiating between uh, you know your your compatriots and your comrades and uh, just to say fuck everybody? I'm gonna you know, everyone's my enemy kind of a deal. Yeah, and that might be it. And and so I I don't know. Yeah, I and and so I was I. I was in a scene musically. So just from a musical standpoint, I was champagne scene. We, we were kind of outside of the Chicago scene and, and that scene was small and really, really supportive. Whereas the pumpkins were in the Chicago scene and, um, it's, you know, I love all the, all a lot of Chicago bands and everything like that. But at that time there were so many camps and so many people who were hating on each other, even to the point where, our record label guy said once this old guy, this old dude said, Oh yeah, Chicago. It just seems like, like the scene, like the, the scenes are always fighting with each other and no one supports each other. And so he may just be a product of, of that scene at that time where it it was just too big and there were too many clicks and he, his band was not in any of them. (laughs) And so it, it was true. It was, it wasn't that, there, there. He thought there were no allies. It was like, yeah, oh, you're, 
you're popular, your band is getting popular and you're not part of our scene. So fuck you. And then, and it was like, but people liked what they were doing. And, and so he has every right to tell those people, you know, you're, well, you weren't, you didn't think we were anything. And now we are, people do like us. And so screw you. So, I mean, in some ways he has a right to be bitter, I guess. Yeah. And and in some ways it's kind of punk rock that he, you know, he's a dick to everybody. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. And so I'm I'm not, I'm not in that school of punk rock. I'm in much more of the. Yeah. Let's be nice to uh, people and see where it takes us. That's that's right. Uh, okay. Um, have you ever been, have you ever been addicted to somebody like Billy Corgan, like, uh, and regretted it later on? Like you ever like, you know, we're like, oh man, I was addicted to that guy in that band. You ever have a moment? Oh yeah. I'm constantly tortured, but I'm, I'm a person who is, is tortured by minor social interactions and social mistakes and, oh, I've done that or anything. So for me, it's, it's, I, I think I, and, and I'm, yeah, I'm. I've been. I've been, un mean and grouchy and sick and I've. Yeah, well, I, you're on tour or something, like, you know. I, I, I've spit on people. I spit on people in the audience. No, Sometimes what? Around what? with my pedals once, and I and uh. and I spit on him, and I'm not that kind of person. But something just took over, and so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm. Yeah, I've been been a complete dick, and I've I've gotten mad in situations. <laughs> You know, people are dicks. <laughs> Everybody has the right, right to be a dick sometimes. So yeah, definitely. As an definitely. audience member, I've been a dick. A does that eat at you a little bit? Like, you know, you have a do you have a does it, do you have a heavy uh, does it weigh heavy on your conscience when you do something like that? You oh think yeah, it, you think yeah, about it. All? Yeah, I feel guilty about everything. I feel guilty about <laughs> even minor infractions. I know. I'm with you. Did you grow up in Catholic school? Because I'm 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 down. <laughs> No, yeah, and that's that's the worst. I I grew up Episcopalian, so right. that's like oh, that's Catholicism without the guilt. Right, and I don't know what I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to us, Rick. Rick Valentin of Poster Children and Thought yeah. Detecting Machines. Rick, do you have anything to plug? Is a new album coming out? Are you touring? What do you what, do you want to say something? <laughs> well, we're re-releasing our uh, our second album, Daisy Chain Reaction, on on vinyl uh, right. two weeks from now. And we're coming out east, playing some shows out on the east coast, and playing some shows out on the west coast. Great! Uh, in late September, early October, and then yeah, awesome. we started recording a new record that will probably be out a year from now. Do you get bitter about like influencing all these bands that uh, you know ended up getting money and stuff? <laughs> I no, I, I, it's a continuum. I I feel like That's I right. I took from other bands and other bands. Sure. Yeah, it's it's it's. I I've never viewed music. Obviously, it's it's a, even that crap not crap thing was hard for me to do. It's like I I've never viewed music right. in a in a sort of simplistic <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of you know uh, icons and then winners and losers and right. and oh this yep. this person is that and and you never know the, some guys the some, beginning you some, know some guys it it kills them you know it kills their uh, it kills them to yeah. to think about that but I'm glad it's not you do you have to have a regular job or anything are you still going to the oh music? yeah yeah. I'm a I'm a college professor. Oh wow, that's yeah, awesome. and, your wife Mario. is too, isn't she? Watch out for teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. teach? What do you teach? I I, I teach uh, in a program called arts technology. So it's a nice. it's kind of creative uses of technology, visual arts, uh, wow. theater, dance, and uh, music, but through technology. Cool. <laughs> really. Cool. <laughs> 
Do you interact with the kids and like, hey, does the band thing ever come up? Like, yeah, I used to be in a band, man. I don't know, but it, it comes up, but it, yeah, it, it, sometimes it'll come up where like my dad or my uncle really liked your band. Oh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> tough, rough. Yeah. That's rough. At Rose's, well, a, it's only going to get worse. And uh, right, Rose is a professor too, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Rose, Rose, and I teach in the same program. Oh, okay. Marriage is good. Everything's good after all these years. You know, uh, you know. Yeah, everything's it's fine. Right, as good as a thirty-year-old marriage could be. Yeah, yeah we're doing. Right. Wow. We're doing you're great. Not, like you're not stepping out. I'm halfway there. I'm fourteen. Uh, almost. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fifteen. I think. I don't know. Like what a comfortable pair yeah. of shoes. Comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't think uh, maybe she would like to be described in such a manner. But hey, you know, thank you, Mario. Uh, thank you, Rick, so much for yeah. for staying on the on the line for so long. I, I know oh, you yeah. probably thought it was going to be a 20 minute interview. And <laughs> I, 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 I could, happened. I could sit here and talk to you for another two hours. I really could. He uh, will. He will. I have a million band questions. I love talking about music. And the next time you're in New York, come in. Yeah. Come in here. Well, he's, you're going to yeah. be here in two weeks. Oh, that's true. It but yeah, I think we're here there on yeah. a Thursday and then we got to go to right. Are you or someplace I, like that. I so. will be at the show, Brian, to you, send you Brian, off to Seattle what, and to what, see uh, the poster children at St. Vitus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, Thursday night's great for me. I know the owner there. Okay. Yeah, so we, we had him on the show. I, Artie Shepard. I, I, I think it's fair if I... I've never used the program for this, but I think it's appropriate. Go ahead. If I may plug this. Of course. Plug away. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's I don't use the show, show for that. That's obnoxious. Oh, come on. That's Stop being so show. nice. It's your last show. Kick somebody in the balls and get out of here. It's it's about Poster Children's 25th anniversary of their flower... Of I'm sorry. Daisy Chain Reaction. Right. And the but reissue. It, right. And it's also my last show with Stuyvesant. Right. Because I'm moving to Seattle. So Incredible. there's a lot going. Did you know I, that? Hey, uh, are you guys gonna going to have on? the uh, Daisy Chain reissues at the show? Or right. Is that, uh, my next oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We'll have records at the show. Cool. Okay. So yeah, that's... Uh, oh, it's going to be an emotional night. Wow. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah gonna, I'm not going to cry on stage. But... <laughs> I hope yes, not. You will. I might. You just I might. said it. Oh, it's going to happen. Usually the audience is crying while you're on stage. Thank you. It, this is on Thursday, the 29th of September at St. Vitus in Brooklyn. But we should also plug uh, the show that you're playing out in San Francisco at the bottom of the hill with Coda Neutron and his friends. Oh, right. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the date on that? Oh, oh, wow. Hey, go online. Go, just Google it. Uh, Conan Neutron, The Secret Friends, great band, great yeah. live band, he's, energetic, he and he's got a right. rotating cast of uh, incredible musicians. Listeners of this program. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I will be seeing you when you hit Seattle because I'll be residing there by then. Wow. Wow. That's Very amazing. Cool. Yeah. It's, I'm so freaked out by it myself. So, all right. I'll see you. Are you stalking him? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you Thursday, September 29th at St. Vitus. Post the children yeah, and Stuyvesant together. Will be there. We're all going to be crying. Be there. There'll yeah. be the tears <laughs> will flood the stage, and uh, hopefully the uh, the pedals will not be uh, short circuited by our uh, sadness. Thank you. That'll be a good night. Okay, good night. Thanks a lot, Rick. Right, I appreciate guys. it, man. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much. Yay. Yeah. Bye-bye. There he is. There's Rick Valentin of Poster Children. Oh, amazing oh, interview. Wow. I could, I seriously, we could talk for another two hours. Yeah, it's 10.30. So cool. We have an hour left. We need to take a quick break, yeah. and then we're going to yeah. sit around and cry about Brian Musikoff, I guess. <laughs> we will cry. We will hug. <laughs> I may even sodomize you. Oh, no, my God. I got sodomized myself one time. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. And, uh, yeah, hey, let's play some of Rick's music, and we'll be back after these words, my friends. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay tuned for the funeral of Brian Musikoff 
and more of your messages.
John Solomon. How should I put this? This doesn't ever have to end. Life is so long and my heart won't mend. You are my lover. No, wait, that doesn't track. You're my best friend. Uh, Again, dubious. But this doesn't ever have to end. Oh, I'm going to miss you. New Jersey is worse without you. Oh, my God. Everything fell apart. What a nice guy John Solomon is giving you that nice thing. Here's another What are you doing, Pat? Hey, Brian. Uh, I'm in a public restroom. This is Ike. I'm going to miss you. It's funny. A lot of people like to record messages from the bathroom, like a lot. Here's another one from Mike. (laughs) Flushing the toilet. Hey, Brian. Um, Yeah, just making boom booms again. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to miss you. Guy, all that lacrosse. Visit a flyover state sometime, Cabra. Thanks. There's Ike again. Ike Turner of Minutes in the band out. Giving you a nice... Yes, it was. It was sure, Ike, it was. too? There was, there was two different Ikes there. He's yeah. a, he, he likes to do characters. <laughs> yeah, that's the same one. So, yeah. Thank you, Ike Turner. Thanks, Ike. Here's Johnny C. from Canada. Hey, Saskatchewan. Johnny, Johnny C. from Saskatchewan's calling in. Uh, good luck on the move, Brian. Thank you. Congratulations uh, on the big change. Uh, and if, the, if everything looks like it's going to be maybe a little more expensive... Uh, than it needs to be. I'm, I'm going to guess probably Seattle pawn shops have fewer Emmys walking in the door, so they might be a little <laughs> more inclined to try and track down where it came from, a little more suspicious. Mm. So you might want to pack a nail file in, too. Nice. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll miss you. Call in soon, and uh, good luck out on the West Coast. I think Johnny C. thinks you won an Emmy. (laughs) Johnny C. thinks I'm Ryan. He's going to steal Ryan's Emmy and take it to Seattle. Hey, guys. It's Tommy Rockstar. Tommy. I'm talking to you guys from the bathroom stall of the In-N-Out Burger here in Las (laughs) Vegas. Everyone with the bathroom. Um, I hope all is well. Let me tell you something. Put your phone in your pocket in the bathroom, you disgusting bastard. Sorry I couldn't make it, uh, but merch calls, and I must uh, abide. But I just wanted to send a special message to um, Brian and Ryan uh, of Live from the Barrage this week. I wanted to say congratulations to Brian for uh, finally winning an Emmy, and uh, you and your entire team did a great <laughs> job on Cartel Land, so I'm just totally ecstatic about nice that. Job, I'm really Brian. excited. And, uh, Ryan, I'm sorry. <laughs> After living in Queens for all these years, you'll be oh, moving to okay. Seattle. Uh, you were great Seattle. to uh, co-host the barrage. He's in and, a shtick uh, coma. I'm certainly going to miss you, but I think you and Erica and and your kids are going to have a great time in the West Coast up in Seattle. So um, have have a great time, guys, and congratulations to everybody on the big moves and big successes. And uh, I'll talk to you guys when I come back with some jacks next week. And uh, peace the fuck out. There's right. Tommy Rockstar. Hey, thanks, Tommy. Wow. He's the only one that's actually shitting where he says he's at. Right. Uh, Tommy Rockstar on the road, obviously doing some kind of merch business. Yeah, uh, Ryan, I Brad, had no idea you had uh, this big move plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Brian. Music it? off on your Emmy right. for wow. Stuyvesant's work on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> right. Brian, music off. This is Conan Neutron. Hey, Conan. Hey. Your dear friend from the internet. And beyond. Hi. I've known you longer than most of the people in the barrage world. Mm-hmm. In fact, I even introduced you to many of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah, I, know it Con- is. I know Brian but kind of because of Conan. Right, but I would have I I known you anyway because you know everybody. Oh, and another thing I'll try to live down. 
Uh oh. I'm so glad that the barrage has offered you an opportunity to showcase your big brain full of strange rock and roll esoteria and your big heart that shows why you instantly become everybody's favorite dude. I'm honestly conflicted by this. Hey, at least you'll be in my time zone now. Yeah. Heck, you're actually a lot closer. You do know you're going to be a lot closer to me, right? You... I didn't know I had a, uh, a time zone on Mars. <laughs> There's still time to back out. It's the Martian time zone. But your time in the barrage has been both momentous and notable. <laughs> That's actually, but I, I hate to keep interrupting Conan here, but actually Conan is so detail-oriented and right. so good at all the things he does. Right. He cannot figure out time zones. He can't minus three. He can't minus three. Hmm. He can't say five o'clock. In his time is eight o'clock. It just like it's a, and I have a lot of mental blocks with stuff. I completely understand. He doesn't. He, he has a problem with it. I guess. I saw the minus three open for super <laughs> uh. <laughs> Minus three. Uh, the minus the bears. I got a Most question. Notable. Oh, is he done? No. no. Well, for oh, cutting into the guest pool for my show. So thanks a lot, you bald prick. <laughs> See, he's got to make it about him. It's no, about his no, show. no, no. I asked him if we if we could get uh, who the fuck David was it? Yao. Oh, thank you. It was and David he Yao. Fre- he freaked out. Well, it was just too soon. But then to we when got we got Yao. Rick from Poster to them, which who who he's had on twice. He seemed to have no problem with that. I don't get like well, that's, uh, there's a, there's a toward behind. Well, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Everyone's like, go fuck yourself, musical. You should tell your Agnello story because since you're, you're already no, dead, no. no, it's a funeral no. for you. No. It's a funeral. Fry in your presence. You laugh. Like your enthusiasm will Jersey, let, let him talk. Queens, the Barrage, and more. <laughs> okay. And Seattle's all the richer for it. Thank so congratulations. And I guess I'll see you pretty soon. You will. Very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet. good, Conan. I'm just yeah. joking. Very you know what? When, when you say it's a joke, it's also a joke on my end. So relax. Well, I'm going to go see his band. Brian, uh, Conan Neutron is a nice, sincere... Little uh, message for you. There. Very sweet. Thank you, Conan. Sweet, and I'll see touching, you in Seattle when you touching. play there in a, in about a month. If he uh, doesn't work in something he's doing, I <laughs> I will jump off a bridge. Thank you. I'm, uh, Brian, it's Renee. Hey. You're moving. Oh, the boo. Well, now I know somebody in Seattle I can visit, and I hope when you come out here, you stay with our crew, and we can make some music together and eat too many burritos and pizzas. I've known you for so long now, and yeah. you are just one of the best. And I love you. Going That's to miss it. you so much. And I hope this just turns into a long-distance friendship oh, instead of a friendship. Aww. Bye. Aww. Miss, Mr. King saying, talk slower. Yeah, make out with me. <laughs> wow. Make the music with your mouth, biz. Man, these are, I, I hate to be a misogynist, but these bros are making some sexy... Uh, yeah. Well, they please, don't even Renee, realize they're is doing she it. she in Renee, No, she's in uh, Montclair. She, I J.O. to Liz Bustamante's thing twice. <laughs> I, I want to ask before, before <laughs> oh you God. play... She's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I, I really want to ask Brian, you in the dick. before you play another... She's podcast. like, I'm sorry, my voice is all scratchy. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. no, it was, it was a little va-va don't boom. A, don't apologize. No shit, yeah. Oh. It's hats I, off to Larry. I'm a little drunk. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, you are. I've been drinking some old crow, and I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Old chicken. Call, call. I want to turn it off now. No, That's, no. Leave that, it on. Yeah. <laughs> During the break, he called me a fucking kike. I wa- no. no. I want to ask Brian. Brian, <laughs> Brian, why Seattle? Why did, did you pick it out of a hat? Do you, no. Are you going to integrate no. yourself into the scene? Do you have a, a people there you know? Do you have a warm He's got bed? a lot of hats. You just, answered, you just answered all the questions? Really? Tell me the answers. Tell the, me why. I, How? I, I'm winging it, man. It's, it's not Here's random me, why I picked some. Let me get some character here. 
<laughs> oh God! John is putting on a one of them plastic bald kind of. <laughs> Listen, man, this party store you only are. had professional bald it heads. Doesn't even your head is like, so big that doesn't even fit it. The uh, they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> you read the directions <laughs> and it says that you have to, uh, you know, get all this other. There's like 17 other things you're supposed to buy with it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you, I, I said to a man today, another person in a store. Do you have any bald caps like the regular ones <laughs> that you don't need makeup, like a cheesy bald cap? I, I was going to buy them for everybody. Right. And the guy's like, he. I walked around with a dude in a store, like in Home Depot today, <laughs> looking for a fucking bald yeah, cap. Yeah, check right. a few aisles, so, right? What, what John That's is wearing right. right now is this is this like it's professional like, like makeup one that you have to... Yeah, you have to. It's like, it's like FX. Gum. Remember that movie FX? Yeah. What, what's the guar gum? What's the gum? The gum, the makeup gum. You have to use that gum to get it on. Right. I'm trying. I, I, Brian, you don't even know how close I was to sh- shaving my actual head what? today at work. <laughs> I've been trying to. Get I was you. right there, dude. He's I melding right into there. you. He's turning into hey, you. I was going to shave my head. I said, You're "This is going to be great." You look like Bill the Butcher wearing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I drink your milkshake, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm wearing a bald cap in solidarity with Brian Music Office. Thank you. Last day you look handsome. You look handsome. Thank you. But I was, by the way, is all the Irish. Brian, when I was making that video for you today, I yeah. looked through all your pictures there. Holy shit, thank you. And you are, you know, I, I know you like to joke around that you're like this uh, ugly guy or something. You're a handsome dude. I know. You are. You do know. I know. And, he, and I know that I'm looking at these pictures and I'm going, <laughs> this motherfucker, he's a hit with the ladies. And he's hiding it from all of us. Well, and, that was, and that was after he came to Liz Bustamante's tape. <laughs> <laughs> he totally had sex with Liz Bustamante. No, I, I have not. He would never tell tales out of school. No, Brian Musikoff has never told me anything sexual in his life, and I'm thinking, a gentleman, this guy's got tell. this whole other life where he's like, you know, he's and, and he's he he would be a good lover. It's well, not he's not a uh, you know he's not selfish. Well, I'm se- lover, se- sex is like murder. If you talk about it, you won't really pull I'm it off. I'm here again. to say that you're a sexy guy. Thank you. You were, I know you know that already because I can see it in your eyes. Looking through all your pictures, fucking love me. Because I'm on love photo, me. I'm on Photoshop. Looking in your eye, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you. You got to snort out of me with my big old shots. <laughs> see, already with the self-deprecating nonsense, it's all fucking scam to get laid. Play it. Play the yeah. song. All right. So I have a bald head on now. You and are what? Brian. You are the new Brian. <laughs> and, and first of all, if 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 you listen, if you're listening to the show right now and you haven't seen what John did for me today, he made this photo montage. On iMovie, you know this uh, fucking iMovie's got to write. I knew they would do that to me. They wouldn't let me save it to my photos, and I'm like, I know they got to write made with iMovie, which makes it all crap. It's like fuckers. I, it oh, is God. the most beautiful, most I sentimental. Tried. People thought I died. Sentimental. Oh yeah, it did say rest in peace, didn't it? Well, that's well at the end. That's funny. I understand that. But, <laughs> I had yeah. the whole idea ready to go with the D- Dave Harrison thing at the end, or just show a picture of Dave with your name on it. It's, <laughs> it was funny. It's gonna be the best. Uh, you got to. I laughed out loud. And then yeah, there's a couple of pictures of Big Sexy thrown in there. There's a lot of subliminal things. Right. And I I, I'm waiting for Dave to like call me and be like, that's not cool. Because I remember when we first started the show, I, I put a meme of him up or something. Because yeah. we were going back and forth, like joking around. And he got really offended. And you know what, Dave? If you're offended by it, I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm not taking it down. Suck a dick. You're out, Dave. Yeah. It's, it, I thought it was very funny. I love Dave. I'll it's, see you. Yeah. No, no. See you at the Mets. I'll see you in the World Series. Tell him, tell him what happened when you were at City Field, Captain. Come on. What? He couldn't even bother to call you. Oh, I, t- I, I told the story already. Well, we saw, I thought we saw him. Hello, I punched you in the stomach, this is Dave Jose Harrison. out in California. <laughs> What's that, Jose? Hello, Mr. Musikoff. This is Jose out in California. Uh, first of all, uh, we've never met, yeah, and actually I never call into the show, so uh, we've never interacted. 
Uh, that said, now that the new episodes are up in the iTunes store, I'm going to go ahead and call in as often as possible before you depart. Uh, just as a fan, though, thank you for your contributions to the show. You brought over some interesting guests. Uh, iTunes thanks. store, like like uh, I'm getting, like you go and buy something. Big money. It's free. Yeah. Made for some great, informative, and hilarious listens. Uh, on top of that, you're like the only decent human being at that barrage. I so know, right? that's going to be a yeah. presence that will be missed, <laughs> irreplaceable to say the least. Uh, anyway, just again, thank you very much for the time you spent on the show. I told you, uh, we're I want to wish you all on whatever it is you got going for yourself. Oh, no, I get it. And whatever I also wanted to congratulate you. you on that Emmy win. Take care, and uh, maybe we'll run into each other at a PRF or something. Another, the the third mistake in Emmy got. Call in, toss salads, and scrambled eggs. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> nice, Jose. See, Mario? That's it. I was looking for that all last night. Jose put the Frasier thing in for you. Can you play Last night, Mario shows up at dinner. He's like, download Frasier. Download Frasier. He's in Seattle. Oh, my God. He's like, what's the sleepless in Seattle like, it, theme song? Yeah. I'm like, and nobody knows Wait what that is. Wait a minute. We did Mario, Mario do not understand that it's, it's supposed to be down goes Frasier. Right. Oh Down boy. goes Frasier. Ah. Right. If I could add to what Mario was saying. Oh, boy. He looked it up in his laptop. Oh boy. Download Frasier. Download Frasier. Laptop. Muhammad so- Ali is the champion. Download Frasier. <laughs> this guy shows up. By the way, the thing we did is not funny, Mario. You ready here? No, I want to hear the Perry Cohen. We have to end with that. That no. was the end. No, really. Where's the Perry Cohen song? You had a Como Perry Como idea? Well, Find the, it. You got to hear this song. Just a, it just fits perfectly. Here's Perry Cuomo, everybody. We'll be back the after this. The blue skies you've ever seen are in Seattle. And the hills the greenest green in Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> like a beautiful child. Run it free. Running wild, full of hopes and full of fears, full of laughter, full of tears, full of dreams to last the years in Seattle. Seattle. In Seattle. Seattle. When it's time to leave your home and your loved ones, it's the hardest thing a boy can ever do. Oh, yeah. And you pray that you will I think we might get him to cry, someone John. warm and sweet and kind. But you're not sure what's waiting there for you. So fitting. The bluest skies you ever seen are in Seattle. 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 And the hills of the greenest green in Seattle. Seattle. Like a beautiful child growing up. This, I love this show. This is the best time of my life. Full of hopes and full of tears. Full of laughter, full of tears. Full of dreams to last the years in Seattle. Seattle. In Seattle. Seattle. Uh oh. Transposition. Yeah. When you find your own true love. You will know it by her smile, by the look in her eyes. Tall Chris wanting to know if this is the new Mud Honey song. Never knew a day so fair. It makes you feel so proud that you could cry. The bluest sky you ever seen are in Seattle. Seattle. And the. 
Here's Mario's idea of comedy. I, 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 uh, I, 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 uh, what do you call it? When the music comes over. <laughs> he made me do this. Wait, 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 wait. When the music comes over. <laughs> <laughs> Voice are dead. When the music comes over, turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. Turn off his mic. When the music off is your special friend. He drinks too much when he bartends. <laughs> music off is our only friend. <laughs> Until the end, until the end, until the end. Thank you, everyone. That's me and Mario's new duo called the Boars. Because the light was on. Because the light was on. Oh, man. So, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this show. <laughs> I got a lot of other stuff. That was we need to get to a game, though, right? Hey, wait, I got some yeah, news yeah. for you. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, that's the news. Uh, a plane crash, and that's the news. A um, Florida man got a, his, a drone attacked by a hawk. <laughs> Mr. Alligator was eaten by a crocodile. Yes, we know. Uh, Mario, I had a good time recording that with you. You did it in three takes. I, I, th I thought the first take was fun. Only the original. <laughs> I couldn't get, wait to get rid of you. Not much of a studio man. And then, the, then this this car like flies up my driveway. I'm like, fuck. And I saw his phone sitting on the tape machine there, and I go, crap. <laughs> I, I was crap. supposed to remind him that the, his phone was there, and I knew it. A half hour later, he's back in my life. <laughs> well, it was Ryan, a pleasure. This is Lemon Cookie from Runny. Hey. I am so sad to hear that you are going to be leaving us, mostly because you are one of the few people from New Jersey whose presence I can actually stand to be around. I'm sure you won't miss most of us here, but you will be very missed. Expect a visit from me, first and foremost, because I am looking forward to getting very stoned there. And secondly, eh, it would be probably good to see you out in Seattle. All the best, my friend. Nothing but joy to you. Another uh, sincere... A message from Lemon Cookie of yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, we ran into each other just randomly more than once, and we had good hangs. <laughs> what were you both doing down by the tunnel? Happy trails I can't believe you're leaving the show. Can you? Can I we stop this? I can't either. Uh, but I'm not really. That Carolyn Spence ruined hey, our, Brian, my life. Pete the Beach <laughs> Beach. Just wishing you the best of luck to your move in Seattle. It's Pete. Um, I'm sure you're going to rock it. It's great out there. You're going to have fun. Uh, miss seeing you at shows. And, um, oh, Pete D'Angelo. Happy trails, dude. Pete, See ya. No, oh, Pete Pavicevic from the Mets games. Oh, Pete. Oh, oh, Pete. Traveling yeah, Pete. Yeah, of course, of course, Pete. Last minute Pete I call on the email. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, come to the Poster Children show, Pete. Pete's a big show-going guy. Yeah, he is. I've seen him at many shows. Hey there, Brian Musikoff. This is uh, Adam Kozawa Power. Hey. Um, standing in a bathroom at work, literally. <laughs> Everyone with that fucking bed. It's a legit flush, not lying. So first Dave Harrison leaves, get real pissed off. Then hairdo stops showing up. 
then it's like a little bit of a lull, and then it's like, oh, there's going to be a new guy on the show. Like, oh, it's Musikoff, you know, seen him in the chat box, all good. Go to the barrage, see they got a you know nice little Mr. King picture of you and shit like that. Not fucking cool. Little bit <laughs> that they're gonna just add some new guy, um, you know. But after a while, settle in. Pretty good. Um, finally, accept your ass, and then I get this message from uh, Houlihan saying you're leaving. Uh, so I guess uh, the best form of acceptance is knowing that we're never going to have to hear you on the radio again. Whoa. Just joking. <laughs> Lame attempt at a roast. Good luck, man. Going to miss you. Thanks, Adam. Um, have a great last show tonight. I'm sure you'll be back soon. And uh, safe travels. Peace. Nice. Awesome. Uh, good job, yeah, Adam. Very good, cool. Good, good man. You, I like he goes immediately. Uh, he tells the joke and goes, uh, sorry, Lame attempt at a roast. <laughs> <laughs> he's my, my Facebook friend. He's funny on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, so I he's, he's one of my keeper Facebook friends. Wait, that's not it. When the music hops over, <laughs> no. Wait, turn off his mind. I got a good one. Ready? I'm. Just, I realize this show like has no form or shape anymore. Oh, the space needle suplex. <laughs> hey, Brian, it's Mr. King. Yeah. And, uh, I just wanted to say I've enjoyed you on the show, oh, the barrage, you. for uh, as long as I don't know how long. You, hey, it seems like you've been there forever, right? <laughs> I miss you. I miss. I miss hearing your voice, and I hope you call in. To the show, I hope you visit, and uh, I'll let you know if I'm ever in Seattle. Yeah, and, uh, I want to meet that stuff down. I'll buy you a LaCroix sparkling, delicious LaCroix sparkling water. <laughs> Just Take care. Excellent job. Thank you, Mr. King. Thank yeah. you. Mr. Yeah. King saying his farewell to Brian. Brian, awesome. hey, you realize that everyone loves you. This is amazing. Uh, and I, I love you even more because I, I, put, I love you too. Jim. I, I you had to that. bother these people to make these things. I That's can't right. imagine. Hey, this is Tall Chris. Uh, I guess we're saying goodbye to Brian Musikoffs. Well, Brian, have fun in Seattle where the public transportation is horrible. The bars close at 2. The nanny state taxes the wazoo out of anything fun. The food is terrible. Ooh, don't let Jeff <laughs> hear that. Why the fuck am I moving back? <laughs> anyway, don't let's go get a bag of dicks and put it in our mouths together, huh? Yeah! <laughs> is what moving, an ending. Is That's a strong you? finish, my friend. <laughs> no, Tall is, Chris is actually from Seattle. Oh, he no moved, shit. He moved to Chicago for a few years, and now he's moving back. So. Oh, we're going to be, yeah, we are going to need yeah, a bag you, of dicks. Yo, you <laughs> got to hang out with Tall Chris. That, dude, that dude's will. the best. He's okay, a cool dude. Okay, I don't think I, we've ever met in real life. Yeah, he's a but, good guy. Do you know what's it? Well, oh, yeah, he's been on the show like twice. You weren't here for any of those? No, I don't think so. All you right. guys should move in together and start a web series. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I like it. The, the Stunod couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How perfect is it? The Stunod couple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm gonna miss the shit out of you. Holy cow! Do you have Holy your uh, matching Maroons uh, raincoat? You're gonna need it out there. No, but I'll ask Tommy to print one for me. You can have one of those. Shirts. What are you a large? I'm thinking now that you stop yeah, drinking. Yeah, large. Yeah, yeah. I put a, I put a large shirt there for you. Oh, on, thanks. On, on your uh, like half of my t-shirts are Maroons t-shirts. You, stop, uh, what do you, you call stop drinking, Brian? No, uh, for yeah. Listen, uh, you're not gonna have a shot tonight. I don't want four shirts. It's I understand. You know I, understand. I love drinking. I know. I get it. I have to stop the bleeding out of my ass. I don't want to be that uh, guy. Has this got to do with the move? Can't happen. believe we're not going to have a final drink. Will no, you I victimize? Did no, we you will. fall we down will. drunk somewhere and now you have to move? At the show. Know. At the show. At the show, but for real, it's... I drink a lot, as you guys know, and it's just... Yeah. It's a lot easier do to you? deal with I don't everything. think so. Well, for me, it is. I have a lot of... He gets too drunk. Pass. Someone he, said something today uh, on Facebook about uh, your drunken rant. I never heard you drunkenly rant on the show. I don't know what the hell... The guy was talking about. Excuse me. Uh, he gets he gets that real drunk when he right bartends. Out, don't you know that? It's but, in the boar song. But really, it's <laughs> John. I've been skyping the Stunod couple. Yeah. 
starring Tony Randall's <laughs> Jack Klugvins. Yeah, I love Jack Klugvins. And Wally Cleaver as the Beef. <clears throat> but you know, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon, that's the best. That's the best. Chris Whitty McDermott as Murray the Cop. <laughs> In color. Speaking of which. Brian, it's Woody. Hey, Woody. What are you moving to Seattle's for? The grunge scene's been over for a long fucking time. <laughs> and none of those teams got 27 rings. Good luck. Uh. Yeah. I thought Woody. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what Woody has in store. He kind of phoned it in a little. Yeah. What the fuck is Shut up with Woody? You know, <laughs> just hearing his voice makes me laugh. The Mets don't come Brian, it's Woody. <laughs> What are you moving to Seattle's for? The grunge scene's been over for a long fucking time. Oh and none of those teams got 27 rings. That's right. Good luck. Well, oh. well Woody, I'm probably going to have to go see the Yanks play because the Mets aren't coming to play the Mariners. Here's Brian's new band in Seattle. The Hunger Strikes, they're called. <laughs> I don't mind stealing bread. Thank you. All right, uh, what else we got? Uh, hey, you want to do a game, Ryan? Yeah. What should we do? I got I got like a million more music off goodbyes. Oh, I want to do the, the big goodbye. Hey, Brian, this is Kyle, formerly of the None of the Above podcast. Kyle, apparently. Jolet. I hear you moving to Seattle. I hear it's the uh, salsa of cities. <coughs> Good luck with all that. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle apparently sent, you know, I, I put out explicit instructions. They're very easy to follow. Just, you know, record something on your phone, send it to livefromthebarrage.com, right? Like half of these idiots... Like, send me a fucking message or text, yeah. and I got to send it to myself so I have it all in one place. How long is this, this guy sends me a fucking video movie <laughs> of him on the street. How long has this been going on for? I said, let me try. Oh, uh, you know, I started early in the week. I invited oh, all the goodness. celebrities. No celebrities uh, decided to do it except That's for... <laughs> What about Andy Bill Murray, from the Broadway actually, you know, Dude, you got like 25 fucking Holy shit. messages. It's beautiful. No, you Listen, did. will you get Andy to beautiful. send that picture when you go to Seattle? I will try. All right. We got John Tallman. Oh, where's Richard from uh, fucking, what's the band? Versus. Uh, television. Yeah, Richard from right? Versus. <laughs> 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 Richard, uh, Richard Lloyd. <laughs> Richard from This is Richard, Richard Lloyd. Lloyd. Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. I know. He's still a dick. <laughs> Hey, Brian, it's Steve V. Just wanted hey, to wish Steve. you the best of luck as you set out for Seattle. Uh, it's, a, it's a privilege knowing you, Thank not you. just a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, all the luck in the world, my friend, and Godspeed. Have a good one. Bye. Man, every, everybody got really boring when they stopped going hats off to Larry with the drinking, huh? Yeah. Uh, me and Pat are going to uh, pick up the slack. <laughs> We're holding up the torch. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you never heard the boars. Straight edge made it. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Me and my new Thank band, you, the boars. Very nice. Very nice. Dude. Hey. Oh, I got that one already. I got that I'm only one opening a bar so I can get booze for cheaper. <laughs> got that one already. Do they give you a, a like a booze meister license that you could buy booze cheap? Or Here's a man from Australia. Wholesale or re whatever it's called? Shut Retail? up. G'day, this is listener Jimmy Edwards from Melbourne, Australia, down under. Man, I've got to say, I'm not sad to see the back of you. You've consistently lowered the tone of that show. With your... I, I like how he has to, he goes, I'm from Australia, and then he goes, from down under, like he has to clarify. Right. Wait, this isn't... I, Nonsense. I, I, no, does, this, he, does he mention a Vegemite sandwich did, as well? We, we have like three Australian you know, listeners. This isn't, this isn't da did he say, is it David Dockhogs? No, no, David Dockhogs is now in Vancouver. This okay. is Jimmy Edwards, Jimmy Ed Woods on Facebook. Okay. He looks like uh, no, 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 he's, my friend. he's a Boston Bruins fan or something. Yeah, the red name. goatee. He's annoying. <laughs> oh, music off. Right, music off. He's going to Seattle. He does know it's 2016 and not 1986, yeah. 
That dude does not have the hair for grunge. I hear he's so bald he took a shower once and got brainwashed. They say he's moving to take advantage of that mint $15 minimum wage. He's going to use the leftover cash to start an NHL franchise there. Well, I better go. Some dicks have started a petition to put Steve Irwin on the $100 note. I don't want to have to look at that jabroni or his Funzanoon daughter. Good luck, music off. Take care. So good. Uh, Excellent. By the way, international. Funs and Noon. That's yeah. great. Exactly. I, I thought it was a gag. We got a from Ryan when he said Funs and Noon one day. It just took <laughs> off. He sent Funs and Noon to Australia. That's I a like true that. Aussie. Holy crap. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. He's real. He's a real deal. Yeah, it's called Bindi of Funs and Noon. He's, uh, he's like, he, po- he posts all these Australian pol- political <laughs> shit, and I'm like, yeah. I have no I- I- idea what's going on. He's like, hey, you're, fuck, you know, Steve. Parliament. He's running for president. Well, they're getting they're getting the a, no, they're getting a wave of like really right wing anti immigrant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've always had a little of that it's, going. But on. It's getting intense. I can't Trump believe I. A national hero <laughs> Imagine how the Aborigines felt. Yeah, All right. yeah, I gotta right? look for I gotta look for Richard's thing because it's, it's I can't find it. I, I think I'm gonna miss it on my uh, chat box. Richard chat box. versus Richard. Yeah, because his was good. Uh, Richard Belliot. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna like type X in and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> His middle, his middle initials right. X. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <coughs> so really, you never answer me, Brian. Is there what? people you know? Are you, are you there are people bar- I know there. Scene? Right. Are you going to immerse yourself in the scene? You going to be bartending? You going to be? I this hope not. Be nope, that's the entire show when we had them on. Sir. <laughs> all right, so what are you going to do? Tell us all, Brian. Uh, what would you, you like gonna, to know? You, Seattle. What oh. Are you, what are your plans, young man? Well. The young man Why has you little plans in Seattle. I do. I Seattle. actually have very Seattle. little plans. <laughs> a plan to take care of my daughter once she uh, gets to Seattle. Oh, God. I'm staying with friends for about a month. It's hard to fold it your pants hard. in Seattle. I have a couple of Seattle interviews I've been going on uh, via Skype. What co- so, Graphic work? No. <laughs> what kind of work? No. Nope. Uh, Grown-up shit with benefits. Right, a phone phone graphic. Graphic no, arts. No. No. What kind of work? <laughs> no. I'll tell you about that later. Oh, we no, can't even tell. It's no, secret. Jinx. It's, no, it's nothing exciting. It's What's just, going on? Oh, Stop being so secretive. There's nothing secretive. I don't want to jinx a fucking interview. I'm superstitious. You're with like, Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh, no cats out of the bag yet. Whatever you say. Yeah. Italian ISIS kind of stuff? No. Listen, this, is a, this is a safe place. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, give me you're some. not moving out there because of a woman, are no, you? No, no. That's what my stepfather said. I don't mean to say like a uh, woman, like just <laughs> right. a... To some some not for some dame. You're not walking out there from some clan. You're not so heading over there for some, some skirt, some broad. Wait but I mean, boy, like it's boy, it seems. Boy. All right, right, listen. It seems very sudden. Like what happened? What, what did Liz? You're not on drugs. You're what, not. What did Liz Bustamante tell you? No, nothing at all. I don't know. She sent me the thing. That's it. Okay. Cause she's, I don't talk she's to her. Not, she's not moving us yet. <laughs> um, Seattle. 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 When a boy gets a look for a girl in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I I really can't explain it. What? Other than you know the scene where Richard Dreyfus is in Close Jaws. Encounters. Nope. Oh. Close Encounters. <laughs> what about Bob? And he's being drawn to Devil's Point. <laughs> Mr. Holland's, Holland's opus. opus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie was so bad. <laughs> With his deaf son who gets mad at him when John Lennon We're dies. We're gonna need a bigger flute, he says. Like, you, you, John Lennon died, but you wouldn't understand. You're deaf. And his right. son fucking freaks out on him. <laughs> Repeat after me. I want to kill Mark David Chap. I want to kill Mark David Chapman. Thank you. I know you're all very proud I of I want to kill your... Mark David Chapman. I want to get a... <laughs> 
airport here. I don't know. All right. So, so I lost that. So Richard says you're in you're in some kind of um You lost Richard's thing now? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. What do you what do you want me to do? I gotta move on with the show. I can't find <laughs> what what did he all right, what was the gist? It was, the gist was that I, I he said to Google something that you're you're living in some kind of crazy uh cult. Uh, awful place for like you know, it's going to be a natural disaster. Is what oh, I got. Oh no, I'm living along a fault line. For, no, for real. that yeah. wasn't it. It was some kind of like Pacific. Like you, I don't know, man. It's not your fault. You're going to die. Right. You're going to die. Well, everyone. You're going to leave Queens and you're going to die. Everyone dies. Well, listen. Of course we did die. I might die tomorrow, but I'll still be in Queens here in the barrage. Right. And you'll be fucking sitting in the rain somewhere under a space needle, <laughs> listening to the fucking uh, space Temple of the Dog. Needle. Needle. Beautiful country out there. You're out, buddy. You're out. Right, who else we got? No, nobody. I've written oh, you it. off completely. Uh, I'm sick. Of you. Okay. I've had. It. I've had. It. You are so benched. So benched right now. I worked hard on that. Can you play the boards? We again? played it. You fuck. I thought it's we're all over. Sing along. We'll play it at the end of the show. All right, Ryan, what's the game? Uh, I Mario said we're playing music off chairs. Oh, I'll set it up. No, there's no, no. music off chairs. Yeah, don't put me. No, no I us? think we should forego the game tonight and just uh. Oh, Let's celebrate Brian. Just talk. Just, I just want to spend time with Brian, really. Oh, yeah. thanks. All right, so can we, what's your favorite thing about Brian, Ryan? Can we not do this? No, why not? Can we play music off chat? It's the last time we're going to talk to you. Damn it. Ever. Uh, uh, man. One, one specific thing? I could go on and on, probably. But, it's uh, like an anti-roast. I'd rather be telling what you don't like about <laughs> me. I would say his enthusiasm. I, oh, I got I His got enthusiasm towards <laughs> others is... Uh, <laughs> Oh, he's been pretty high quality, I think. Right. Uh, Brian's uh, acceptance towards anyone's ideas is a, one of his big qualities, right? Like, a, like if you said to Brian, listen, man, I'm a Nazi, but I don't want to tell anybody. He'd be like, all right, I kind of understand. You know, let's talk on the side a little bit. I am, certain, is convinced I am that, certain I would not back you if you said John that. is convinced that everybody is super nice aside from him, like right. that he's the only person who is dark. No, about. I don't think you're nice at all. I'm and a I horrible person. Yeah, and Mario, like, he just is out for himself. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, at least Pat has, Pat's generous. Mario has none of that. So you were never, you were never. I've given <laughs> my life to public service. What the fuck are you talking about? I'll come over there and kick your ass. You got paid right. for it. All right. You never got like to public. You won't even download Pupil Pet. Pupil. I'm on the pupil path. I just refuse to use it. I love humanity. I'm an activist, and I believe in life and love okay. and liberty. Laptop. Can you imagine if he was a lawyer instead of a teacher? How funny he is a lawyer. Be. He's a jailhouse lawyer. It's everything in his life. Why? Is... Why am I so misunderstood? I'm going to leave this You're show. You're not misunderstood. You're so a fucking piece of shit. Tell, woo, tell me nice things. You're garbage, man. I'll call you every You're a week. trash bag. I'm, I'm going to Mary. Newark. No, you brought no this on yourself. <laughs> you think that everyone's going to go, oh, okay. Uh, can I play a little music yes, for of course. Uh, Brian? I am not a sack we, of A little shit. background music? Sure. All right. My friend is dead. I heard that. Le oh, last night while we were about to record the song, he gets a call and his friend dies, oh which made the session go smoothly. Listen, great. God bless you. It was, like a, it was a great uh, atmosphere for comedy. When Mario gets a call and he's on his front on the phone. When you're my age, friends die all the time, buddy. I'm sitting around, sitting there, trying to trying to figure out how we're gonna record this horrible Brian Music off tribute song, and Mario gets a call. He's like, "I'm sorry. Oh, what happened? Rolito, uh, Rolito, and I go long, way back. It's what funny. happened? That guy? He's 47 years his old. His name what is Rolito. He's born. He's born uh, um, handicapped. He's uh, in a wheelchair his whole life. Okay. And his family. Thought it was cute to call him Rolito. His name is Atoll. Because he rolls around. Because he rolls around. That's good. 
And that, and we all I like this family. Are grew, they Irish? No, they're uh, Hell's Kitchen Spanish. <laughs> I remember my, my dad had a stroke. Me and my brother sat there laughing the entire time because all he could say was fuck. <laughs> and it was like horrible and tragic. We were just laughing at him. And he would, I, I, would, I would expect him to do the same thing. Well, he's always been little Rolito. Now he became a man in a wheelchair. He was always a kid in a wheelchair. Right. And uh, he was in Florida, and his family was actually away. Well, I found it. Hi, Brian. It's Richard Ah, Beluga here. I just heard the news, and I have three words for you. Cascadia subduction zone. (laughs) Google that shit. Google it. (laughs) Cascadia subduction zone. I'm going to do that. still want to move and die. Best of luck to you. Have a great... New short life. <laughs> you will be missed. <laughs> Cascadia subduction zone. I'm I'm thinking that like you're going to be overcome with water that's, somehow. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you know. Which Thank you. Take as long Mario's as going to die on the air. <laughs> oh my God! I just choked on my beer. This, t- this show is touching. <clears throat> Did you bring beer? Yeah, but I'm drinking yours. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm drinking Josh the Pizza Man's beer. How about that? Cascadia It's not over. Cascadia subduction zone, also referred to as the Cascadia Fault, is a convergent plate boundary that stretches from northern Vancouver Island to California. Right. Okay, it's very long. Sloping so subduction this. zone that <laughs> separates oh. the explorer wait, wait, wait. Explorer, one day Fuca and the Gorda plates. I wanna okay, wait, wait. Let me scan, scan, scan. Wait a minute, John. You call me a sack of shit. Take that back. I didn't say you were sack of shit. I think you did. No, I didn't. I take it back. I take it back. Thank you. I take it back. I just processed that 10 minutes you later. You pretend you're some kind of altruistic hero, but that's... I am. I am. You look at my history. It. I grew up as a, an activist, sir. Yeah, you grew up, and now it's over, and now, it's you're, not over. now you sell tickets on StubHub and screw I'm everybody. I'm just a fun-loving socialist. I got to make money some way. <laughs> not a socialist. You fought for Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders. No, you've I lost your card. I have a picture. At that moment, I have a picture that proves I voted for Bernie Sanders. I know, okay? but you didn't want to. I did it. I did, did want it for, to. You, I do want. You did it for the goof. One day, the continuum, like what's his name, said on the interview, the continuum will sway in our favor. Yeah. One Until day. then, one day you've, it's got to be uh, go with the flow, socialism, no, buddy. No, everyone keeps going with the flow. Then there's going to be no uh, uh, whatever. I, I don't want to get into what it. Do, as I say, I I don't drive a. Uh, Four. I drive a Subaru and not a Why don't Ford. you move to Seattle? Leave and on the first of the month, I become the landlord. I bought <laughs> two refrigerators for them. Damn it. Like, they need refrigerators. I got to give them to them. I love you, my tenants. <laughs> I love being a bourgeois landlord. You are. I'm you so are the deep at heart. epitome of the wrong uh, bourgeois, elitist, um, you know, baby boomers who ended up going... Well, I got to live within the system, and that's what I was... Wrong, sir. Yeah. Wrong, sir. I ha- Well, show me something revolutionary, and I'll, I'll agree with you. Do something. I've chained myself to a hostess <laughs> Twinkie stand right now, if you want. You tell me there's a cause, I'm on it. Who, who, dre- who told everybody it's time to go down to Occupy? Who was marching for Iran-Contra even before you guys were in diapers? Please, buddy. <laughs> Uh, a, a chat box. Oh, I was in high school, actually. <laughs> chat box listener stream is fine. Says this show took a non turn. Thank you. <laughs> stream, right. is, stream is fine. Is a great name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what 
What happened to Child Protective Services? I like that guy, too. Yeah, that guy was good. Yeah, P- he's good. PPS, Parent Protective Services. Anyway, That's we only I'm, have 10 yeah. minutes left of this show. And, uh, oh, we're not playing musical I have I have <clears throat> nothing prepared to say anything. Just, everybody, if you got something nice to say, <laughs> Call him. just go ahead and do it. What are you doing with your... Oh. <laughs> Brian Musical. <laughs> Brian's I funeral. raise my glass to you. I'll pour a shot of whiskey on this bar right now. There we are. You would never waste that. Brian, I uh, have nothing prepared to say to you. I always felt a little bit weird that uh, you would get these great guests, and uh, I, I never wanted to, you to feel like uh, I was using you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Which is not my thing. I don't get, you know, if we don't have, uh, you know, Billy Corgan's keyboard player on next week, that'll be fine. Well, the whole time I've been using you. You haven't. You, <laughs> you're a great guy. You know, Thank you're, you. you're one of the most honest and nice, nicest people I've ever met in my life. Thank you. And uh, I love to be around you, and I love to hang out with you. Thank you. We, I really be, do. We will hang again. There are some, I, I, and I mo- we're still going to work together. I'm I, most, do I mostly want to get away from everybody as much as possible. Like, when people talk to me, I'm like, I, I just wish they would stop talking. And you are not one of those people. That is bullshit, because I've annoyed the shit out of you at City Field. Numerous times. Not at all. You, yeah. Just because I get up. That's what I do at the Mets game. I okay. get up and I go I go glad hand with the, my, my people. Yeah, I do that at rock shows. So. Not at all. You think I get up because I'm annoyed with you? No, because no. I, I get drunk and I talk. I get up because I need to smoke cigarettes and meet the talk, guy who's getting me baseball. tickets in the 100 site. Oh, okay. You're like Dave. Dave's like, oh, let's watch the game. I'm like, ah, fuck the game. I, I'm, <laughs> I only get out like once a month. I'm in. I'm running around the place. But, uh, you know. Well, th- you, I appreciate everything you've done for the show. You've done probably more than you know oh, I could have ever imagined. You, you've done a lot to legitimize, legitimize us, Brian. And I will continue to. This music's insane. And <laughs> I never want you to feel like uh, I was using you for guests or anything. No, I never that's, felt that's, that that's way for big, a second. My biggest fear. I've I, never felt that way for a second. That's and, good. And but I, keep sending them. And I thank you for inviting me on as a cast member. I was really surprised the day I got that message from you. And, I was psyched to accept it. Was, uh, it was uh, <coughs> one of the best decisions uh, I ever made. Nice. So. And I'll still book. And it was I'll still much th- better than Tommy. I'll still <laughs> <laughs> it was Tommy's idea, too. We yeah, would like he's good to for present something. you with this card, Brian. I'm still wearing a bald garage. cap. I didn't even <laughs> forget. <laughs> Let me open this card, guys. But Brian, I, I really feel like, you know, I, I, have, I haven't known you that long, and I uh, feel like you're one of my best friends, and I love you, man. Thanks. Love you, too, John. I really do. That's from the heart, man. Thank you. you I would. Read l- the I think you're okay. You read if, the if I had a person to go to the Mets game with, it would be you over Mario. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I'm going with you next Thursday, Cap. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Except well, for all the free shit well, that we get. Tom Mersky would go with you. Hang on a second. This card says, "I don't care. I'd rather." It's a. It's a Roy Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein print, and she she is saying, the cartoon lady that's surrounded by the waves. She's saying. I don't care. I'd rather sink than call Brian for help. Okay, thanks. Oh. And we have oh, all these. Pa- oh, signed you know, by everybody. I, I've seen a couple of people get the wrong idea about Brian. I don't get it, man. Who gets on? Oh, fuck, fuck them. Yo, well, Brian. Steve Albini was texting you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. Y- the card reads, "Yo, Brian." Thought w- he's using it to get to Dave Kroll. Right. <laughs> WTF? What the How fuck? How could you leave the boys from the barrage well, with a, with a heavy heart? I do. Your time here was all too short. Uh, you, sir, are a gentleman, and you'll be missed. All the best in Seattle, and don't forget to call and keep sending us guests and graphics from the West Coast. We'll miss you. Thank you, guys. 
Let's see these pictures here. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a picture of me with the belly shot. Got that one. Got that. I have all these, Mary. Oh, this crying. is on. I'm crying. Oh, are, you, are, you, are you upset? I'm wrecking now? the place. Yeah. I am. Let's all eat some more calzone. Oh, oh, Mario. Mario was nice enough to bring a $22 calzone. Oh, right. And cheap, he put candles in it. bourgeois Candles. bastard that I am. Yeah. <laughs> this well, picture is awesome of us on the line. The Mets. Yeah, these are coming with me to Seattle, guys. Thank you for the Decorate card. Decorate your mirrors and cry into them with us, Brian. And Mario, this is a New Orleans funeral music. Mario, I like... Uh, we should do live from the Barrage from New Orleans. That would be great. Uh, Mario, I like Roy Lichtenstein a lot. Thanks a lot. We can get a second line. So, Brian, uh, yeah. you wipe standing up? Do I what? Do you wipe standing up or what? No, and I don't understand people who do. All right. I, I, I lean on You're one fired. cheek. <laughs> I lean on one cheek. Yeah. Do you really... Peace. Uh, do you really wipe standing up? Everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> we're here live from the barrage. We thank Rick Valentine. We all wipe yeah. standing up, Poster Brian. Children and Thought yeah. Detecting Machines for joining it's us. We yeah. thank Patrick Walsh. We thank Ryan Collison. Emmy Award winner Ryan Collison, which he will from henceforth be known as. <laughs> and uh, we thank uh, Mario, I guess, and Tommy Yo, Rockstar for not I being here. We I'm really appreciate him. He's working. That's great. I guess I'm happy to be here. <laughs> You think I owe you something? You owe me everything. Let's get turn the mic off so we can brawl. Let's have a fist wow. fight, John Hulahan. Can't we all get along? What, what? I will fight you over Brian Musikov's body. <laughs> we almost fought at the brewery. Then. Oh, it's like that scene in uh, in Saving Private Ryan where they're the fighting over the fuck is that he, he curses me out, but the guy loves me like I'm his like. Rented stepchild. I can't get away from him. I love that. that that's you can't get away love. from me? Is that it's what you think? You can't get away from me either. I can't. I, I don't know you. what it is. Guys. We spent 10 days out of 12 together. Ugh, it was the worst week of my life. Besties. But I will miss Brian yeah. because he's a buffer and uh, he helps well, us. That's it. Not easy. He helps us melt. Is that a, that's a, is that a name? <laughs> that's a derogatory <laughs> term for Jew. What buffer? You got a lot of buffers, Your Honor. Hey, he we, horsed into the buffalo we, trace. We pee standing up because we're Gentile. That's why we, we wipe standing up. It's right, a, enough it's of the shit. Cultural thing. Thank you, everybody. Right. Brian Music off. Yeah. Godspeed, sir. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have known you and be your friend. You still know me. I know, but I hope you, like, you don't get hit by a bus. Fade out, with, fade out I heard with the, the mass end, transit Captain. system is terrible. Brian, it's, it's awful out there. Fade right, out I, with I, the I end, Captain. Brian doesn't know he's dying? Brian Music off. I hope I do die. This way you guys feel like shit about it. I don't know what to say. Fade out God, with the he really end. died. No, I want to really... hear the boars. The boars. Ladies and gentlemen, from Flushing oh, Queens. God. No, we're not playing. The boars. Can we shut off his mic, please? That ship has sailed. <laughs> Seriously, my yeah, fucking ears can't take it. I promised we were going to end with that. All right. Well, I will try to fast forward it. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you not next week. No. I don't know. No, I don't think. Uh, off next week? Uh, who cares? You're gone oh, and the show's falling to hell. Come on. It's over. The show's over. No, it's music not. off's over. <laughs> the music off is over. Turn off his mic. Oh, Good night, everybody. Okay. Thank you, this everybody. Was a Thank you, everybody. I love these music people. Over. You're listening to Life in the Barrage on Radio Nope, and uh, hopefully you're still not listening because. The thing's gone off the rails. When Brian, the music that's it. You're a good guy. That's all I got. All right. Music off, out. Don't, don't die. I, I will try my hardest and, not to. And keep uh, booking guests and making memes. I will need Turn a month to get my shit mind. together, but after that, I have Turn people who mind. already have inter- have interest in calling in. Famous people that you that you know. I love all, all these famous the friends that you so-called have. After one of my Tommy. did not uh, <laughs> fucking make a... Goodbye thing to you. Who? 
All these people, oh, all no, these no, no. Johnny come lately. No. Hey, this is John Worcester. I have a shirt. And what the fuck? Where's that guy? <laughs> He's on tour with fucking Bob Mulder's where he is. Oh, he can't find a bathroom? He's sitting in a hotel room, <laughs> Jay owing to forensic files. He can't Everybody else could find a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Brian, for all your hard work you and all welcome. your presence here. Thank you, Patrick yeah. Walsh. Thank you, Ryan Collison. Thank you. Uh, that's it, I think. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. We'll see you uh, next time, whenever that is. Appreciate everybody uh, making the nice messages and all that shit. And listen, thank you, Chatbox. Thank you, Tall Chris. Thank you, Conan Neutron. Thank you, Joe Lemur. Thank you, uh, Kazugas. Thank you, everybody. Uh, stay tuned for the sweet sounds of Radio Nub. I'm sure, uh, you know, it'll be like Monkey Trick next. <laughs> Minus the bear. <laughs> all Jesus Lizard all the time. Radio Nub coming at you. <laughs> Conan's going to get so mad. Like, he's just joking around. I'm sure he's, he's mad already. It's called a joke, you fucking assholes. The fuck? Christ, you want me to come over and tie your shoes? Denim and leather brought us all together. Denim and leather brought us all together. Denim and leather brought us all together. But it was you that set the spirit free. Good night.